Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. It is the first episode of 2020. Me. I'm your host, Brian, with Dan, Pat, and Andrew. Hello! It's a very special episode. How special is it, Dan? The most. The most mo- probably the most special of 2020. So, is- we are in 2020, but we're going to be talking about 2019. Oh. So we are going to do our Game of the Year 2019 discussion. Uh, things are going to work a little bit differently this year around than we've done in previous years. So we have a pretty extensive list of everything that we played throughout the year. Uh, we are going to do kind of a quick discussion about everything, kind of a year in review, a recap of everything that us as a group have played. Um and then after the fact, uh, at the end of the episode, we will then go through our quick, like our rankings of them personally and where they fell, um, you know, in our top five for us. All right, that's the uh, that's the plan, that's the strategy, that's fellas. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right, so so nothing, nothing, nothing to add before we get started. You guys want to get right into it? It's been a good year for video games. Love you guys. See you on the other side of this. The um. Uh, I, I like. I kind of feel weird starting right away like this because I'm. I'm like. I know Dan's always good for like something weird. I like, talk about like you know. Oh, I mean, fucking weird. So, I'm gonna just throw something salami out. Salami or something. something. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to force it, but I just you know, it's it's okay. It's okay. Now you make me feel bad that I got some weird thing <laughs> locked, locked up to say. Nah, it's fine. All right, so we're gonna get started. We're gonna start with a game that came out real early in the year. It was Chris. Almost Chris real Chris? early that it was last the year before. <laughs> but we're putting it in here just as a came out on consoles, real quick, right? Yeah, good enough. Good enough. And sure. we also didn't cover it on the last game of the year, as far as I'm aware. So, so bang, bang, boom, straight to the moon. Pat, you this was on your list, so talk about it real quick. Um, it's great. Uh, really, really nice little indie game. Um, <clears throat> visually stunning, like sound quality, like just sound design is super great. Um, you know, it's another one of those uh, indie games that kind of deal with. Um, like like just <clears throat> the emotional state of like this character and what like her journey from start to finish and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just feel like as a platformer and like, like kind of like a puzzle game, it was just very well constructed. Um, uh, Agreed. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful to look at. Yeah, it's very great soundtrack too. Yeah, just just the whole thing. It was just really great. Uh, just really surprised me honestly. Like I saw it. I remember seeing it on Steam around when it came out and never played it until like a little later um and uh yeah i like thoroughly enjoyed it i was yeah. like very impressed just all this just from the screenshots i was like eh, I think I'm yeah the, this up. the length was good like the puzzles were like never yeah. got frustrating but like were like enough mm-hmm. where like you had to maybe think about it for a little bit yeah yeah like i feel like the gameplay and the music and the art style all meshed as well as those things can mesh together you know, yeah. it just felt like a really yeah. like solid package. Like I and like it's it's a cool game because it's like I feel like you could play that on like iOS or console or PC and probably yeah, get the same yeah. kind of experience anywhere. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that you could probably pick up anywhere. And yeah. I was about to say, if, time with it if you're into play. mobile gaming, it's two bucks on sale right now in the iOS store. Oh, that, that's for, yeah, uh, that's that's a no brainer. iPhone and and iPad. I actually might get it myself and replay yeah. it. It's a very uh, common game. Like it's 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 just nice. Yeah, it's just like. 
I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was very good. It also, it also came out at a good time uh, at the end of the year because, like, you, you're winding down from all those, like, heavy fall mm-hmm. releases and winter releases. Season, yeah. yeah. So, like, to play a game like that. Because remember, like, we all kind of went into the New Year play, uh, around playing this for, like, the week or two. And it was just a yeah. very it was a good pla- palate cleanser before uh, yeah. real games hit. But, yeah, no, Christmas yeah. was great. So. Cool. All right. So, moving on from that, uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, yeah, I put I put should I, I put that on there. Should I quick just real quick yeah. note? Should I say when it came out? Yeah, because there's also okay. So this was January twenty third. Um, I played a, a bunch of Slay the Spire. Um, it's kind of one of those games that, like I always want to play. Like I never not want to play. <laughs> like it's because it's so easy to pick up and go. Because it's it's like a, it's a rogue. I, I like card games inherently, and it's a go. And I, I don't love roguelikes, but I just feel like this concept just works really well together. And it's such an easy game to just pick up and play. Like for. 10 minutes 20 minutes for three hours at the first time i played it i got through three levels of it and like i was playing for almost two and a half hours i didn't even realize like it started out with like i was pooping and then it turned into like when i was done pooping you know and then <laughs> you know and then like i should have been like, do- like you know, i should have been like off the toilet but i was still playing and then eventually i migrated to my bathroom i'd be my uh bedroom Pooping um, in your bedroom, yeah, pooping in your bedroom. <laughs> but no, it, it's cool. It's just it meshes uh, a, like the card game with a like a, with roguelike RPG elements really well. Um, like you know, I mean, I guess the art style leaves a little bit to be desired, but like that's kind of it is a small like indie game. Um, but it's like one of those things that on the surface looks super like uh, like uh, like it's a very it's a complex, but on the surface it doesn't look complex until you start like really breaking down the systems. Um, and there's a lot more content in it than you would think for like a game that's like fifteen dollars normally, but uh, and it's a great Switch game. It's it's one of those games that has infinite replayability, um, and I, I I really I really enjoyed it for like the time I spent with it in the beginning of the year. Cool, safe to move on. Yeah, I actually did not know that was a card game until right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a deck building. I, I didn't realize I that thought it was either. a League of Legends like MOBA type. The, deal. Yeah, the if you look at the like the, the like the art, and then if you hear the name, you wouldn't think card game. And then that's yeah, no. what like drew me into it because I remember like hearing about it, people talk about it, and then looking into it and be like, oh, this is this is not anything I thought this was going to be. And that's kind of like what drew me to it. So I would recommend you check it out. Andrew. You probably would like it. I'll check it out. I actually have it on Switch, so I'm excited to play it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. Next one, Resident Evil Two, which came out January twenty fifth. Yeah. I know. He's probably on all of our lists. I know, Andrew. That's a big one on your list. So maybe you want to take the first whack at it. First whack. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, yeah. It's it's a remake, obviously. But what's cool is that it it was it felt very different while also feeling like very much the same, which was really cool. And especially after a long string of uh, combat heavy Resident Evil games up until Resident Evil. Um, seven. It was cool to kind of go back to basics a little bit, which, like I said, we, we did with seven, but it happened even more so here. And I think that Capcom did a great job with, you know, um, just kind of combining both different. Like, you know, Resident Evil started to kind of like split at one point, and they took both and mashed it together like very well. Where it's not action heavy, but the action is like good. Like, the, like you know, the gunplay is like good and fun, mm-hmm. and it also was like genuinely creepy and spooky and very survival horror while also um you know with 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 mr x being like like a kind of like a new way to like spook you you know what i mean where it was more like uh 
anxiety inducing oh, than yeah. actually like oh like, i'm like, scared like you know? terror yeah it was especially because <clears throat> yeah. like like mr x in like in resident evil 2 like the original game is kind of a bitch Mm-hmm. He was like, you could just put him down and just get your ammo back and you don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was just like an unstoppable force that you just kind of had to avoid. Yeah. Um, was just a really cool way to like implement him in the game. Yeah. yeah. I actually just beat my second run um, like two or three days ago. And even playing it, still pretty much remembering where everything was and how to do everything and all of that. It was like... He was still just as yeah. mm-hmm. terrifying Andrew, and, and anxiety-inducing. Would you say stuff. your second run, like your second full playthrough, or your B playthrough of after your A? Well, it's it's called second run. They don't do A and oh, B. Oh, yeah. second run. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. The A and B was the, the, the OG one. Here yeah. is just second run. I did the second run where it's, like, shorter. Sure. It was, like, it took me four hours, 50 minutes to get through the... Uh, yeah, that Second made, run. I think, yeah, I think I was right around that, too. I, I never played Resident Evil 2, the original... So like playing this was just like playing a really really good Resident Evil game. Yeah, you know not much not much more than that. But I you know no, like I feel like if you if you told me another game where like the basic like scary premise was just a guy chases you the entire time, I would normally find that like annoying and just way too much stress inducing. That like yeah. I, but th- this game just does it really well. Where it was like because, it, because ah! it's not all the because it's not all the time. True. Which is what, it's not all the like, time. It's not every. You area. say that, Dan, but you've played all the Outlast that's, games, yeah. and that's exactly what those that's are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what am I doing? And the way the way they do like the way they handle Mr. X in this is like, you know, he he'll follow you to like eighty five percent of where you can go in the in the police station. Yeah. yeah. But there are rooms that he doesn't go to. True. So you get like moments of respite so like you can go into like the star's office and he doesn't follow you in there. Or the room like with the certain bell. rooms <clears throat> Yeah, the, the the bell tower. Like he won't follow you in certain areas. So like you do get times to just kinda of take a breath and like, all right, like yeah. how, how am I gonna go at this now? Yeah. Like try to figure yourself out. Um, yeah, those were some of the my favorite moments was like you just <clears throat> escape him and then like you get like, you know, a minute to like catch your breath. But you hear him like stomping, stomping around, around. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is just yeah. still terrifying. Yeah. And sometimes you can't tell if it's above, below, or oh, that's the worst. You have no yeah. idea. It's like, wait, so oh, he's definitely below me. And you walk out, and he's just like, hey, <laughs> and it's like, I'm gonna go right back into the stars office for a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it was, uh... it's it's one of those like it, it's it kind of like puts the gold standard on a remake. Like it, you can't really yeah. get any better. Yeah. Than that. Now I, I'm dying to see what we get <laughs> with Resident Evil. Three now, and yeah. and and especially with Nemesis, actually like kind of followed you around in the OG one the way that n- not to the extent that Mr. X does, but like similar. So I'm excited to ramp see that shit use up. A persistent out. enemy that yeah. would, like, that would yeah. just like, pop up at like story, but be- like during story <coughs> beats. Yeah. So like, and, well, yeah, you would finish like the police station, and on your way out, fucking Nemesis is right, like stars, yeah. and then he come yeah, out of like, nowhere. Did you see that they patched? That in for the to, demo, yeah. yeah, and that's yeah, like which is the, really cool in the uh, the second floor of the police station when you go into I think the men's room. How there's the wall that's like broken through mm-hmm. and it's pre Mr. X. So I'm wondering if you're gonna see Nemesis like Stop punch it. that wall in in, in three. So um, cool. that's definitely one of my most anticipated games of this year, and it's cool yeah. that it comes out in like two months. I uh, yeah, three months. I'm I'm gonna come in the right. same boat, and like I wasn't anticipating it coming as soon as it is. No, I was um, expecting I it was fall. Like, yeah, I was I was expecting, yeah. yeah, I was probably expecting around like holiday too, um, yeah. and just the fact that it's coming so soon is like awesome. But I like just to to kind of wrap up the discussion. Like, yeah, Resident Evil Two, the original Resident Evil Two, is probably, if not the best, probably one of the best Resident Evil games that 
you know had ever come out um like it did what resident evil did resident evil one did just better um and it was just a great game overall super fun to play like all the locations were like super stand out and just great um and somehow this remake managed to like live up to that and also like you know in some people's opinion just be better than that yeah uh, which is like just super impressive yeah i mean i'm definitely looking forward to three especially because i feel like the way that they'll change it three has even better like of terms of locations because like there's more time spent in the city yes which is cool which because like i mean personally heavy too it's cool yeah and like i mean i i love to i'm i really don't have a bad thing to say about except for like i wasn't crazy about the sewer portion i'm never crazy about any sewer portion of anything just as bad as water levels yeah. It had, like, you know, it had its cool moments, but ultimately, in terms of, like, an environment, and it's just aesthetic, like, not super into it, so I'm really looking forward to 3, just because I think it'll it'll focus more on Raccoon City itself, Yeah, and I know 3, you're kind of, you know, all, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I, the, um, the thing so. that I think I like the most about 2 is that you might, like, yeah, maybe you're not a fan of the locations, but they're all super standout. It's the station, it's the sewers, it's the umbrella facility. Parking garage, nest, the yeah. parking garage, it's, ne- like, it's like all of these things are like super standout and like i think that's awesome yeah. so to go back to brian's point i still think the best looking one is the city like as you're running to yeah, the police station like the second time you gain control of your character yeah right after the tanker blows I'm, up it's just I'm, like oh my god i can't wait to be in this in three like that's all i kept thinking when i was yeah when, when i had just played it this, yeah, this last previous time yeah because as i think about like you know the police station is like dark and dreary and like the city yes is going to be dark but like just the lighting, I think, is what is drawing me in the most because like, there's yeah, gonna be neon the signs. Ari engine yeah. is so good with lighting. Yeah. yeah, and like the whole thing is just gonna be great. And I don't know. I'm is that thing where everything looks super wet and gross? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like everybody's sweaty. Yeah. It adds a nice adds a nice uh, layer of fear when someone's moist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't All know. Right. I'm. I got like much else to say about it. Is that Resident cool. Evil Two Remake is very good. Yep. Very very, very good. excited. All right, Kingdom Hearts 3, January hey. 29th. Not much to say about this piece of garbage, so let's just carry on. That's me! Pat, lay it out there for us. Um, so, Kingdom Hearts 3, is, reminds, it, now that Shenmue 3 is out, it reminds me, it's pretty much just <laughs> Shenmue 3 of the Kingdom Hearts games. Like It's it, it's not that bad, No, is no, it? I'm not saying it's bad. You just called it a piece um, of garbage. I didn't. I'm making no, a comparison. No, I'm saying Brian did. Oh, well, for me personally, yeah, it's a piece yeah. of garbage. But for um, Pat, it's Shenmue three is just Shenmue one and two. Like they went, like they were just made another Shenmue. That's all it was. Like they didn't fucking like deviate. Like that's just what it is. Kingdom Hearts three, very similar. They improved on a lot of systems, but it's still fucking like it's Kingdom Hearts. Like they like this would be like if they didn't wait however many years to make Kingdom Hearts three. Like this game could have easily came out like two years after two. And you probably would be like, oh, "All right, <laughs> like, like, fine, right, yeah, cool, makes sense, yeah." Like, like, so I enjoyed it thoroughly because I am a fan of the games. Um, Wait, you meant to say that you're a huge nerd? Yes. So got him. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I I enjoyed the game a lot. Um, I had also played like all of the games like leading up to this one because I'm a crazy person. So like, I had like. I was in a mindset where, like, the things that Kingdom Hearts 3 did improve on, improved on them a lot. And it just felt like a better game as a whole. Um, Not to say that it is still basically, like, fucking Kingdom Hearts 2, just a little bit better. Um, Story is still kind of crazy and doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, It's whatever. 
uh, Disney characters. Kind of bummed that like there really aren't any Final Fantasy characters in this game at all, which is kind of stupid to me because I thought that was one of the more interesting parts is like like mashing those two like properties together in like a weird way. It was like super cool to me. Like seeing Cloud and like Mickey like hang out and talk was like always like a fucking like just a cool thing to me. It's um, a wet nerd fever dream. Yeah, oh, yeah, Pat. So yeah, it's not in this at all really, and apparently. The expansion, the DLC that's coming out soonish, I think, is gonna add some of that stuff, which is I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, question: game, Are they gonna are they gonna call the expansion Kingdom Hearts three point one point zero point two or something? No, it's like Kingdom Hearts three Remind or some shit like that. I don't remember. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy peasy. Um, easy peasy. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the game a lot. I'm not gonna say it's like game of the year contender or anything. I just, you know, I'm I'm glad it finally happened after so long. And, like, a thousand fucking, like, in-between games that didn't... That were, like, way too integral to the story to be side things. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, dumb and annoying, but... Also, whatever. funny funny story. Pat sent me his list of the games he wanted on <coughs> on here, and... and but he sent... Half of it was Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, he sent me his, like, li- list of games that he beat, and it was just fucking filthy with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Like all yeah. fucking fifteen of those motherfuckers on there. Sent him, yeah, sent him the list, and then immediately said, "Exclude all of the Kingdom Hearts besides yeah. three. <laughs> so it was like forty game lists went down to like six games. Yeah, there was like probably like three months where Pat was exclusively playing. Yeah, Kingdom Pat Heart was games. living, living in the Kingdom Hearts, living it, bruh. living it. Yeah, that's all I really okay. have to say about it. <clears throat> All right, Wargroove. This came out February 1st. Uh, I will say on this long, um, I was really excited for this. I feel like it was going to be a good uh, uh, kind of like warm-up to Fire Emblem. I ended up not liking it as much. Uh, initial release, um, it's, uh, it's it's like a grid-based RPG, just like Fire Emblem. It's the people who made... Or it's a, it's a spiritual successor to Advance Wars, which I never played, but I'm sure I would have liked if I did play them back then. Um, it was really hard, like annoyingly difficult, um, like, you know how long Fire Emblem matches can go? So, like, oh, yeah. having, like, white mechanics that were, like, on turn 40 fucking 5 when you're at hour 4 is not fun, like, in any you know, no. in any, in any realm mm. of the imagination. So, when they added different, like, I know I'm always the, the bitch who plays on easy, but when they added difficulty options, I was like, okay, this this is something I could probably actually deal with now. Um, so, I went back and I, I, I played through it then. Um, it just also just kind of galvanized that I like Fire Emblem a lot more than I like any other grid-based RPG like that. But uh, I, I enjoyed it overall. But it, it I think if you're going to play a game like that, just just play Fire Emblem. Hell so, yeah. But that's that's it for that. It was a quick one. Cool. All right. Apex Legends, February 4th. I, I keep forgetting that like this came out this year. I feel like it's been around. Feels like an eternity. Like, when, I, yeah, when it kept no. popping up in people's Game of the Year, I'm like, is this, did this come out this year? And yeah. I was like, oh, that's Wild. February. Apex Legends is, is, is awesome. I wish I played more of it. It's really my, my basic... You know, saying yeah, this. man, Dan. Think about all that time you wasted playing Fortnite when you could have been playing something good like Apex Legends. Fuck yeah, you, Brian! You played a ton of fucking oh. Fortnite too. Don't act fuck like you yeah, were. Brian. Keep them coming, Daddy. Got Keep them going. Ugh. It wasn't like it wasn't like you guys were all playing Apex Legends. I was like, no, I'll go put Fortnite blind myself. I would be paying. That's I would exactly be- what happened. You're remembering it wrong. I would, I would be playing so much Apex Legends if my boy Dan and one other person was on. But you were playing Fortnite. 
I'll play Apex so, Legends right after this fucking podcast. Let's fucking so, do it. I'll, I'll, I'll stop the podcast early right now to go play this with you. <laughs> All right, everybody, take it easy. Like, yeah. Apex, let's talk about it real quick. So this game came out of nowhere. Free-to-play Battle Royale kind of took the genre and added a lot of new to it, it like when it needed an injection of life. Um, because, I mean, I love PUBG. Fortnite definitely deserves its place. You know, it's, you know, so fucking popular. Um, you know, so many other games like Black Ops and Battlefield try to mimic this type of genre. But then, you know, Apex came out literally by a studio that makes first-person shooters so well. Everybody talks about how Titanfall 2 is, like, one, probably one of the best first-person shooters, Hell yeah. you know, like, ever made. It's It's really, really great. So, you know, when this was, like, being talked about, so many people had, like, different reactions. They're like, what are they doing? This sounds weird. There's no Titans. Like, that's a problem. And then it actually released, and boy, man, it has made its mark, and it is here to stay. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm super excited that it even exists because the fact that it just kind of came out of nowhere and everybody, like, it kind of hit the hit, – it hit the the genre, like, real heavy. Like, it added so much, like – like quality yeah. of life things. That, I mean, like, Fortnite immediately didn't... the ping system, the respawn system immediately like just started fucking pulling shit from it. Like, yeah, um, which says a lot. So yeah, they did so many new things to it and added to it. It wasn't just like gimmicky stuff that was just like, ah, this is kind of neat, but it doesn't really add to this type of genre. But uh, obviously, the additions that it made, you know, were worthwhile because mm-hmm. so many, you know, so many other games in the genre immediately copied it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously, uh, you know, an indication that they're doing something yeah. right. What I think was so. impressive about it was that, like, when it came out, it was, like, the, fir- the first thought in everyone's mind was, like, oh, is this what kills Fortnite? Is this going to be the Fortnite killer? And in the ver- at the very beginning, <clears throat> it had a lot higher numbers than Fortnite like, on Twitch and things like that. Like, we were talking about it. Everyone was talking about it. And then it slowly died down, and now it has really found, like, its niche. Like, it- if people still love it, still play it. Fortnite is still Fortnite, and Apex is Apex. Like, it really, like, nestled itself into, like, the gaming conscience, like, really well. You know, mm-hmm. and like it, it carved out like that that subsection of gamers that maybe didn't connect to Fortnite or maybe uh, PUBG wasn't as fast for them or something, um, and really kind of resonated with them. Like you know, we're you know we play everything and everything kind of resonates with all, us basically. But it, it, I just think it's uh, it's cool that it kind of really found its uh, its place in the in the video game hierarchy or the battle royale hierarchy. Agreed. But cool, cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Crackdown 3, February 15th. We This game is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's all, that's all there is to say about it, right? Like, what else even... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, It's the most no, I... okay of okay, I guess, if you really give it the yeah, highest of compliments. I, I don't know. I fucking... I, 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 I adore Crackdown 1. Like, I love that fucking game. Ads do most. And, like, Crackdown 2, like, kind of re- retained, like, the core of... Like the core gameplay of Crackdown One, so like I enjoyed it, but like overall it was not as good of a game. Um, and this is not as good as either of them. Like, um, and like I knew that they were kind of grasping for straws when they announced it, and they're like, "Oh, cloud system, you could fucking do all this crazy shit." And then like they relegated all of that to like the multiplayer, which was not good. And like it was like all this stupid shit. Like I don't know. Like the I, I said who did, this every the, vo- time. Who did the voice work? Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah. he was also you can play in the game. He was a character. Yeah. He deserved better. <laughs> I agree. And I say this every time we talk about Crackdown, but my favorite part of Crackdown was the way your character like levels up. Like 
his appearance changes, like, all that kind of shit. Like, I love that. That was, like, my favorite part about that game. Like, I went out of my way to, like, level up certain aspects of my character so that, like, they could look cool as fuck. Again, they took that out in Crackdown 2, and they did it again in this one. And they had, like, very, very minor alterations. And, like, your guy just got bigger, like, wider, like, as his strength went up. But that was it. And, yeah, like, that was one of the coolest parts of the first one. Yeah, like, you get, like, there's a fucking... A Hawaiian like, dude? Yeah, there's, like, a Hawaiian yeah. dude that had, like, all these crazy facial tattoos by the mm-hmm. end of the time. Like, by the end when you were done leveling up. And, like, there was some other dude that had, like, by the time you were done fucking leveling him, he had, like, a crazy kabuki face paint. And he was, like, white and fucking red and, like, all this crazy shit. Like, I don't know. There was, like, some... There was just awesome stuff that they did in Crackdown 1 that they have just... That they got away from in two and just never went back, and I never understood why. Um, but yeah, so I played probably like two or three hours of this, and like just kind of I put it down for something else and just never went back. And honestly, don't have any regrets. So, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> we'll leave it at that. Far Cry New Dawn, February fifteenth. Uh is another Far Cry game. Uh, is pretty good. If you like Far Cry, that's pretty much it. Cool. All right, nice. Yeah, I like I, that. I didn't, t- I didn't touch that. Nice and concise. It, it, it's a game yep. like if, if you if you ever like find it on super sale and you feel like playing a Far Cry game, perfectly fine. But don't rush out the door to, to play it. It's it is just like every other Far Cry game. All right, nice, good to know. All right, Metro Exodus, February fifteenth as well. I like this one a whole bunch. This is actually I liked, I liked what I played. Oh, you didn't finish it? No. Oh, really? So what, what was cool with this is I actually like am not a big fan of the other like the previous two metro games like they're fine but they're two games i never really understood the hype for honestly um because i didn't really find them like that fun to play like i said they're just fine so um i was surprised by how much i really liked metro exodus and i think it was some of the big changes they made um for one like the big open sandbox areas i think were really cool and they did a good job at going back and forth between that and also making it a more linear thing like in between each each area not each area but you know like here and there and i like that a lot um yeah, no I, area cool felt story no area felt overwhelming which was nice yeah no like even like big and open and there were still there were so much to find like i loved looking for all of the upgrades and stuff you know yeah like, i really was, like, i really dug part that of the game. too yeah yeah i think a lot of the reason why i didn't play more put more time into it was because i don't know if you guys remember what happened but like i had bought it on console originally and it was like unplayable. Like I wanted to fucking like it's super clunky. Yeah, it's like console. bad, bad, like bad clunky. Yeah. Like it was a bad game. So like, I <clears throat> I played for like a couple hours on console, and then switched to PC and had to play through that whole starting area again, and like get into like the first like open area like after you get off the train for the first time. And like, I think I just kind of was like, all right. The first no, open like, area has <clears throat> has like an issue, and I definitely mentioned this when we talked about it, like you know, in February. Um, there's a rowboat that you use to traverse yeah. the area in the f- in like that first. It's so bad. It's yeah, so it slow. You're getting those fucking like, like the, sh- the shrimp that are constantly coming after you, like it <laughs> shrimp, shrimp. Yeah, yeah, fucking big mutant shrimp. No, I, I don't. Yeah. It's just it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Metro definitely suffers from just some weird design choices um, because ultimately when, like, you're just left to your own devices and, like, you're out exploring, like, you know, this, like, the desert wasteland or, like, you know, the city wasteland or whatever is kind of at your disposal. And you can kind like, of just run and do what you Yeah, want. and, like, you know, it's that stuff is really great and I found it to be a blast. It looks really pretty. It's, you know, on PC, it's, like, a, a, is a fun first-person shooter. Um, obviously, like Pat said, console, not so much. 
but there was just some some really weird uh, gameplay design choices, like in like the middle sections and like you know your moment to moment type stuff, um, that I think you know obviously weren't so hot. But yeah, all things considered, I enjoyed my time with Metro Exodus. Yeah, I, I do want to go back and play it. Hopefully, after I get out of the first area, I will like it'll actually like bite into me and like not let go and i'll actually be able to play it yeah row 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 you i uh I, I enjoyed it i i i mean again not to you know tell you you're wrong pat but i played on console had not nearly as many issues as you did dude i fucking like was like it was like infuriating and i, I know i know you like you wouldn't just say that because you're typically an xbox guy through and through yeah. so like you would rather play your games there but like i you know i'm not gonna say it was great and it's smooth on on console but um, but yeah, I think just my, my favorite thing about Metro, just as a last thought is like, I just always thought like the, the atmosphere and like kind of the story is really cool. Like I like the whole idea of like post-apocalyptic everyone huddles in inside the Metro and the fact that this was the most branching out of all of them, like where like it really kind of like opens up the world a lot was really cool. Um, that kind of yeah. was what really hooked me mostly. I like the fucking clunky ass gunplay did not hook me. Like the shrimp didn't fucking hook me, but like, it was the story that kind of kept me going throughout the whole game. So the shrimp probably hooked you. I was sh- the shrimp hooked me. The, sh- its- the shrimp is what what got me. The shrimp probably shrimp. the shrimp probably got on that boat. And uh, gave you a good picture hook. Picture an- Andrew like playing with like a frown on his face and gets to the- gets into a rowboat <laughs> and the shrimp the grabs shrimp him. Andrew's like, like, oh my fuck, yeah, <laughs> oh god, this is great. The um, I you know, and I want to talk about one specific section, but Pat said he's gonna play it, so I'll refrain. Um, can. The, I'll probably um, forget about it. All right, cool. So the I love the train concept. Oh yeah, the train like, concept was cool. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Um, and specifically, there's one section where like you think you're like gonna meet up, like you're going into like a safe haven type area. Oh, like it's yeah, another like metro, cool. and like you, they're all cannibals. The cannibals. <laughs> that that whole section Boy. was awesome. Yeah. Yo, that whole part was so good. like that first room when like they rescue you and you just have to they're coming out the fucking walls and climbing out of the ceiling. That part was sick. Like I forgot how yeah. cool that part was. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. So it, it, like it's well, sorry not to drop your but I feel like Metro is like no, fine. one of those weird games where like it's so clunky in certain ways that like you almost like don't expect it to have like cool set pieces and gameplay pieces like that where you're almost you almost like expect things just to be kind of bland because it is so clunky in certain ways that when like you have mm-hmm. a, like uh, areas at the end of the game like oh shit all right they will like why you know like it's almost like it, the game's kind of like at war with itself where it's got really cool ideas but they still like stick to this old way like this way of like like they definitely know their game's clunky as fuck like no one like there's no the QA that like tested that fucking rowboat it was like yeah this is this is how we mm. want this to feel you know what i mean so it's like I just sometimes I feel like those games could be kind of like at war with itself. So if they just fixed a couple things, it could just be well, a really like, smooth, good shooter. Well, that's just like stubborn, like either like a stubborn like development team lead or like whatever it is. Because like say the same shit about fucking Shenmue Three. Like they could like that game. Shenmue Three second time. Two? Shenmue Three count <laughs> twice. Yeah. Because like it's just there. There are things that they could have changed where you know like it would just make the gameplay just so much fucking smoother and better and they just are choosing not to because it's not true to whatever. Pat, like, did you watch Shenmue 3 shit. on this list to talk about? No, I don't. Um, are you sure? Play Shenmue 3? Are you sure? I did not. I just, I literally just watched a video like right before we started that was like, and they were talking mm-hmm. about it so that's why Sounds it's like you really like Shenmue 3. Prevalent in my head. I played <laughs> right. the original Shenmue and it is... Okay, I, I gotta keep us on track. <laughs> Go ahead. But we're, we're looking for some sailors, Brian. Ah, Metro, done, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah we're, good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anthem, February 22nd. 
game is disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Anthem is a game that I'm very excited to like hopefully get the No Man's Sky treatment where oh. they fucking come back with a bang and it's like here look it's good yeah, now. Uh, I mean yeah, they're still I, working I, you know. on it apparently. Like yeah, they're not well, they're done that... with it. No, yeah, but I think that they have a good foundation. Oh, I yeah. think that that game can I was really hoping we were just going to leave it at fart noise. Oh. <laughs> no, uh I don't, I don't I mean after seeing something like No Man's Sky do its thing or you know in Siege like kind of doing something like that even the even the first the the first division game, like kind of like reworking it and getting its players mm -hmm. to come back. Yeah, I really He's... hope that Anthem is one of the games that does that. Oh yeah, because mm -hmm. the way it plays, like control wise, like it's it's very fun to play. It could be um, fucking awesome. Yeah, that game could and, be and, incredible. And so awesome. Yeah, and there was that whole thing where um, it was like known that the game was gonna release to like not good to piss poor reviews but then later on they planned on making it better so i'm hoping that that rumor was uh true and that you know anthem is something for me where i think either uh springtime or beginning of summer it's going to make a resurgence with a big update that i hope so. um, yeah, I really attempting to kind of like do right by everyone and yeah. make it something that's actually like good and and, and playable because if, if they do that I'll I'll be there. Oh yeah, same. Well, yeah. They, really they announced right. they yeah. announced that they're like kind of like. Well, they scrapped the whole roadmap. Doing, yeah, yeah. And then they're going to like, and they're going to do like big. a two point at some point, I guess. Yeah, I just hope but, that yeah, they I, do it and it works to the extent of like No Man's Sky Beyond. Yeah. You know. And I wanted, I wanted, so, I tried so fucking hard to like this fucking game. Yeah, I think out. we all we all did. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, 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 no, I, I didn't. Brian didn't even try. Yeah, Brian didn't try. I didn't even buy it. What a fucking bitch, right? No. I, I, I learned a valuable lesson with games like this, man. I I, I like, made the proclamation this was going to be the next destiny for us. And how fucking wrong was I? You know, like, it, yeah. but like, like it's just can't, still. It, can't, can't, don't come at the king, Dan. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's it's just like, it's so weird that there's so many good ideas there. And like how like just mm -hmm. like the flying and the, a lot of the combat was like so fucking well done. That like, even if they like. Like, like even if they they didn't like totally nail all the other stuff, it still could have been a pretty good game. But they fucking yeah. dropped the ball like a hundred percent on. You everything can tell else. where they put all of their time oh, and effort yeah. into, and where they took away. Like they made sure that they had a very good controlling game, and they and they got that right. It was just everything else that they. And I would I wouldn't even say botched. I would say everything else they didn't finish. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, exactly. Th that's yeah. yeah. I, I and I think that is another game along with Fallout seventy six and even No Man's Sky that if they just released with the, Tom with the tagline point. early access or break well, breakpoint seems more of like a total reworking. Like oh, you didn't want this? Sorry, we'll make it more like the other one. But like if, yeah, if, if those bizarre. games launch with like hey, look, this isn't done. It's er it's early access. You're buying into mm -hmm. you know. I think. Yeah. That it's just another example of like, hey, Triple A Studios, tech. like, there's nothing wrong with Triple X, um, early access games, triple access. like Triple Access, <laughs> get it three um, times. I was up two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to bed. I'm hoping that EA, you know, kind of like wakes up a little bit and like sees what some of these studios can actually do without like them like like breathing over their fucking yeah. shoulders over everything. I mean, supposedly like, they did they with just, respawn and well, that's what I'm saying. Order like, and Apex. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Actually, so this let, is. I was. I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, Pat, go for it. I know. I think we're on the same page. Vince Sampella now is running Dice LA, or mm -hmm. he's like the lead or whatever in Dice LA, which is like a fucking like. A yep. Fucking Can't wait for super Battle smart Smart move. Three. Super smart move. Like mm -hmm. the dude. He's. 
I've made this comment like a number of times on the podcast, but like right now, Respawn and Vince Ampella are the only two things that are like really, really working with EA right now. Like mm-hmm. they're the only studio underneath that, like the EA's umbrella that is like really putting out quality shit. Yeah. Um, and like giving Vince more power. I don't even say power, but like more control over like Respo- some even of the, just some, responsibility, too, responsibility you know? over some of the shit that like EA is working on or potentially putting out is the smartest move that they have made in fucking years. So I'm hoping that they're trying to they're starting to wake up a little bit because it seems like they are to me. They might leave Bioware to their own devices and kind of like you know let's figure this sh- like figure your shit out like let's get it like working because they like they've pretty much said like this is like you know I feel like if anthem doesn't work out for them because fucking mass effect andromeda didn't work for them now this i don't know what's going to happen with the next dragon age at this point like if this shit doesn't work out so they're still making it don't fucking don't you fucking put any bad juju on dragon age pet don't sully the name i'm really happy that i don't hold dragon age or mass effect up on this high pedestal like they can never make another one of those games again, and I wouldn't uh, care. I mean, I honestly, would be, I would be and, and I'm not saying fine. I dislike them. It's just that, like, I don't, you know, I would be perfectly crazy... fine if they never made another Mass Effect. Yeah, I thought it ended yeah. perfectly okay. I would have been Mass fine Effect of it if 2... they stopped after one. Honestly, Mass Effect Two was the best out of the three. The multiplayer yeah. in three was awesome. I don't know if anybody played that. Well, it was no, fucking I sick in three. Yeah. All right. I don't know why okay. we're getting into this. Let's move on. Ape. Okay, Ape out. February 28th. I played play this. Uh, yeah, I played it. It was good. It was fun. Like, you know, it's a short little Hala Miami-esque like, little beat-em-up. You're a really aggro gorilla. You can grab guys, throw them at another guy, and they exploded with blood everywhere. Um, it's short. You know, it's pretty fun. Uh, Pat, you got any other than dad there? Uh, I mean, it, it's... I. I... I guess like loosely you can kind of compare it to like a like a Hotline Miami like it's like a like a top down like you're kind of traversing through an area, um, and just kind of like murdering dudes on the way. Yeah, you're basically like yeah like Dan said you're just an angry gorilla and you kind of like you break out and you're just well, trying you to escape. Out. Yeah, yeah. What, and, uh, one as, one unique thing yeah. is uh, the the way you play is connected to how how the music is though. Yeah, it's dynamic. Yeah, so, so cool. like as. As you're playing, like you'll you like you know um, like slam a guy into a wall and like a cymbal crash and like it's all like this like it, it's all kind of framed around like jazz and yeah. it's kind of like freeform jazz. So like you're gonna play as that. you're running through as you're running through areas, like you slam a guy into a wall and like a cymbal crash or like you know you you're using the guy as a human shield and like you know the bass drums are going and like all this crazy shit is happening. So like yeah. I thought it was cool. It's a fun thing. Like I did. I will say that I really like the the death screen is like one of the better ones that I've seen in like, like one of these games because like you can make it. It's basically what happens is you die and it like pulls out and like says you're dead or dead or whatever, but it gives you like the map of uh, where like, yeah the, where you the went area you were yeah. and like and like it shows like your line like your path through it and like obviously where you died. So like there were a couple times where like I was almost at yeah you at the very fucking last showed me I was like yeah Fuck. like oh no <laughs> like, yeah that's yeah. cool so yeah I don't know it's cool um it's a good little, good little fun little game yeah yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'd say better really. yeah same nice okay Devil May Cry five March eighth shitty game you can move on. Yeah. So for me, taking time off uh, between only playing Devil May Cry one, which is great, uh, two, which is bad, um, uh, and like not returning to the series at all until five, and just like having to read Wikipedia's and watch like a recap, and then just dive right into this one. Fuck, man, this game was so good. (laughs) So good, dude. Yeah. So fucking good. I. 
I would have been okay if they continued with like the the Ninja Theory series that they had planned originally because I like yeah, that you, game a lot. You bang, DMC. you bang that drum all the time. DMC, yeah, um, I'm with I'm with you. I love DMC. So, like, I, I'm not upset that they brought back the original like the original series like at all. Like, I, I there's a lot it. of characters and personality and style yeah, with those just, characters. So it, yeah, I mean, exactly. And like the fact that they brought it back and they brought it back fucking like they hit the nail on the fucking head with this shit like it's so good like i like like i liked nero in four um he wasn't like really i I wasn't like as hyped on him as like dante or virgil because like they were just like staples of the series for so long Mm -hmm. um but like they fucking nailed his character in five like he was so great like all the characters (laughs) in the game were great the gameplay the combat was fucking like pristine like it was so good like v like turned out to be like a really fun character to play like and i was Mm kind of like skeptical on him like you know kind of being a little bit more hands-off because that game is all about like you know being up in like their face and fucking doing crazy crazy combos crazy weapons and all this crazy shit yeah yeah the fact that he's a little bit more hands-off and like it works like i was super impressed so um overall like you know story was awesome like you know the way everything concludes was pretty sick like fucking super over the top and just like felt so necessary in, in like a way that like only they like could kind of manage that because it just yeah, like could only really exist in that universe of yeah, just something just like ah, okay it was <laughs> so good and like i don't know like dan you did you finish this thing? yeah i beat it okay um so i'm just gonna like spoil this real quick but like the way it ends and like dante and virgil just are in hell together just <laughs> fucking fighting demons like just forever it's just like, yeah just forever like that's fucking awesome like that's like all right yeah <laughs> like yeah all right, yeah all right let's do that perfect and just like there. the build up to that which is because yeah. like they there was just this constant like all right the, this will never end like they're gonna continue mm-hmm. to just go at each other like what what is the solution here and then like they just wrote themselves into this position where it was like oh oh yeah we'll just send them both to hell yeah like yeah. you know never cry is so absurd though like, that we're like like that's is like okay like well, in other games that's that what i was saying before it was just like it yeah it really wouldn't make sense in anything else and you'd just be like oh that's lazy storytelling but for this it's like oh no this works this is really good too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well it's like when fu- you get that fucking one weapon for dante and he like the hat and he the like, hat he does Aww. like the fucking michael jackson shit like it's just like every just... yeah every time they introduce a new item or ability or weapon for either mm-hmm. of these characters it was always just like okay the like, fucking yeah, motorcycle that, that i was just split into say two it. like buzz buzzsaw axe and things. ride like, it fucking, too yeah it's just fucking crazy like, yeah like, it's game, so good this game is like dripping 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 oh. with style, bro. Like, I was gonna say something like that. The only complaint I had is the later sections of the game. The environments are very samezies, and that has always been one of the negative things about Devil May Cry, which is why yeah. I liked one of the one of my favorite things about the Ninja Theory game was the environments. Yeah, they were very different throughout that. Yeah, you know. So, all right. Uh, but yeah, can uh, you know, there's a lot of good things to say about that one. So safe uh, to say, this is in my top five. Hey, cool. All right, so the Division Two, March fifteenth. Huh. Didn't play a lot of this. Um, I think out of all of the games as a service type things, like type games, I I love that this one nailed how to make one for a single player person. Uh, the the campaign was like, I I thought the camp campaign wise alone was like pretty, like it was like decently long for a game like this. They also improved on the AI, like your AI partners, a lot. Because I remember in the first one, they were kind of shitty poo. I distinct, like, through this one specifically, I remember 
like the only time I would ever play it is when I had somebody to play through that campaign with or would join yeah. into random people's games because like even if like your level <laughs> is at, like you know you're in the same level and your gear score is like you know right there it was still like really challenging by yourself like, I meant more in the sense of like so like someone buys Destiny 2 plays the campaign beats it in 3 hours and goes oh I can't do any of this I don't want to do all of this extra bullshit where I have to do this 40 times you know, like I have to do what? I have to do thirty lost sectors to get this For gun. Oh, no, okay. Like casual, yeah. I, I think all right, I get. I, I, yeah, all right, so I, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of misconstrued what you, what you, the point of your statement was. Yeah, but I yeah, just no, meant structure. Yeah. I should have said structure wise. Yeah. It's, it's very much. It's way more friendly towards a single player. Like, like you know, a person playing by themselves then. Yeah, like it's Destiny. super accessible for sure. Yes. Like, and like the matchmaking's pretty good. Like I had, uh, you know, I had some pretty good success with that. Like mm -hmm. just joining in with random people to do, um, you know, like story missions and stuff like that. I think the, for me personally, because I, I, I did enjoy my time with Division 2. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely wasn't perfect for, you know, I guess from what I look for, for like games as a service type, type situation like this. Um, you know, because specifically the end game content I felt was just like a, a bit lackluster. I I'm do on that. I do like the idea that they had, where it was like, hey, you finished the campaign, like we're gonna add an entire new faction. Um, you know, because obviously with these games, like you kind of have to, you know, there's a lot of rinse and repeat with the content in terms of like the missions and stuff like that in the areas. So like for them to like like refresh it at the end of the game, if you just spent thirty to forty hours, it was like, hey, here's an entire new faction. They have all different weapons. There's like more robots and drones, and like you know, you go play through these missions again, but like the obviously the landscape is the same, but the enemy type's different. You know, obviously, whereas like you look at something like Destiny, it's like, all right, I got to redo the same strike, and there's really nothing. There's no difference here. Whereas with this, it's like, all right, I'm replaying the story mission, but all the the enemy type is entirely different. You know, so it, it definitely like the refresh like after for post game stuff uh, was certainly interesting. It just didn't grab me, which is unfortunate. So yes, um, and same. I think you and me both fell off this game pretty much at, at the same time. Yeah, honestly, and then we just went back to what has and what forever will own our goddamn soul which <laughs> Destiny we'll, too. we'll get into that later all right so yeah. any anything else division two uh, i ain't got nothing cool uh so next one sekiro shadows die twice march 22nd yeah <laughs> yeah oh so Jesus christ uh, Wait, yeah, like yeah this game yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i was very fond of this game i think uh it, it was it was like it it, it was Similar to like Souls games, considered a from software game, but it was so different in a lot of ways. Um, I'm not crazy about samurais, but I feel like I am now because I played so many of them um, <laughs> that I have now, you know, just like them a lot. Uh, so like that, that whole uh, fantasy aesthetic was really cool. Uh, it was a different take on the combat from like played previous from software games. Uh, I I thought the the story was great. Like the difficulty was right on point. Um, I mean, there's not I, there's a million good things I could say about Sekiro. I don't really have anything bad to say about it right now. Maybe like you know, little bits and pieces that I could pick apart, but overall, Sekiro is far and away, you know, I think one like one of the best games I've played in a, in a long time. Um, right up there with Dark Souls and Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne. Um, and I think, I it's, think about Sekiro and replaying it a lot. If there was DLC, I would go back in a heartbeat. I want to. Is there any plans to. for DLC? I've never. I don't, I don't think so. No. I I, I was no. talking to somebody about this recently, and I don't think there is. Because even if there was, I was like, all right, let's get started. But like, I, I you know, like besides just replaying it to replay it, you know, I want a reason to. But yeah, 
Yeah, know. this game, I'm obviously, we've talked about it to nauseam on the, on the podcast. Like, I'm a huge fan of all the Souls games. And, like, you know, every time they've released a new Dark Souls game, it's like I get I get super into it. And, like, I love how it's, like, went from Souls to Bloodborne. And, like, there was, like, you know, that, that was, like, very similar. But also, like, it had its differences. Um, but this was, like, hey, like, here's our formula. We're going in a totally different route for a FromSoft game. And like man, they f- if they fucking nailed it, it was so good. Yeah. And like this yeah. game, you as you all know, like this shit almost broke me. Oh yeah. Like I had the hardest time getting through certain points of this, and like just like battling myself and like persevering, just like you know stands out to me and like makes this game just even better because it's like just that like thing where it's just like all right, yeah, like this like the skill checks that you run into, and it's like once you overcome them, they're just like that like the fucking. Like, like you know, it's like a yeah. shot of heroin. It's yeah. like, we, I've never we, done it, but I think that's what it feels like when you beat Ganitro. Yeah. It's fucking like, shooting up that. And we, like, and we all kind of rated to that. Like, Brian, like, you know, me and you had, like, a really tough time with the boss. But, like, you know, uh, the owl fight with, like, Pat, that was, like, your, your white rabbit. Like, that just was super mm-hmm. hard for you. But, you know, and it, it's just, it was just... There's nothing beats like when those games, like those type of games, come out, and like that's all we talk about, and we're on the we're talking to each other on you know on PS4, PC, or whatever, and we're like and we're pl- doing boss fights, and the other people hear the other person just breathing heavy, and then the, <laughs> the inevitable, the inevitable like sobbing or the or the the fucking yeah. jumping for joy, like somebody gets real quiet for like two minutes, and you're like, and all you hear is the slaps of the controller. Yeah, nobody says anything because we all know that they're in the middle of some they're in the middle of some shit. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden you hear fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, or like Pat was there when I finally beat Ganichiro at like 2.30 in the morning and like I was just like hyperventilating and Pat's like, yeah. <laughs> I finally, I finally fucking killed yeah, like, kill a piece of shit. I'm like, I'm so happy. Yeah, for right. Yeah, Pat was like my support. I mean, both of you did really good jobs of being my support system. There was at one point in time where I showed up texted Dan. It was early on. I forget what boss it was, but I was like, dude, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, like, that this was shit early is just on. Like, yeah. And like Dan's like, dude, like what are you talking about? Like you, You're like you got this like relax like you're overreacting yeah. and then like an hour later i was like all right i got it and then like just like mowed through the next like handful of bosses and was just like cruising along yeah and then the the very last boss uh like i think it was pat who was like there for the majority because dan already finished it at that point um but like pat was 100 percent like that person where it was just like yeah how you doing bud you okay you know it's like you i just be quiet like no <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like I I obviously I have like an affinity for like this like just setting and stuff obviously cuz you know, go ahead Dan. Right up your alley. Oh, you 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 weren't going to come in with like you're a huge fucking nerd or something? Oh, I'm no, I'm surprised. good. No, I like samurais now too okay. on the same boat. All right, cool. <laughs> Dan's a samurai um, guy. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like obviously I have like a, I have a l- very large affinity for like this just setting and like all this stuff. Um I think what excited me even more about it was that it was originally supposed to be a um a tenchu game which was oh a game yeah I, you're right, right, right yeah. a series I forgot, I that i had played that. on like ps2 like years ago so like there were rumors floating around that they were working on a tenchu game and then they like revealed this and i was like okay this is what that was and like just everything about it man like the the fucking combat was so good and like just the parry system and like all that shit was just so great and um you know i know like a lot of people complain because like you can't really like you don't really have the the freedom so much as far as like a character build and like it was less of an RPG and, like, how you want to play. It wasn't it was, really yeah, an exactly. RPG. It was literally exactly. Yeah. It wasn't so much an RPG. It was an action, action adventure. Yeah. Game. So like, I kind of enjoyed the simplicity. Reasonable. 
I just like not having to focus. I think I like that a lot. Yeah, not having to focus on a build. Yeah, yeah. Just always gave me anxiety in those Souls game. Yeah, and it was just so cool, like because like you're like obviously you have the prosthetic arm and like you could add upgrades to it, and there was like certainly things that like work better for like certain enemy types and bosses and whatnot. But mainly it was like yo, your sword, like that's it. Yeah, like that is your weapon that is your defense and like that to me was just so cool especially because like once you really get that like concept down like like blocking will Mm -hmm. stop anything like you'll take a little bit of damage and like your stamina will go down but like when you come against like one of the first bosses the guy on the horse and he has that huge like spear and like yeah and like just like being able to just like deflect that with the sword and like timing that parry right like like the that felt so good and worked so well and like it just took my brain like a long time to realize like i don't have a big shield in front of me like this, this isn't yeah. dark souls like it's just my sword like this is it you know which is uh i don't know I, their their push into like a more aggressive play style i think um like you know going from you know dark souls 2 to what came out first bloodborne or dark souls 3 bloodborne right? bloodborne yeah. bloodborne so then, like, going, like, a little bit more, like, more aggressive with Bloodborne, like, having to, like, attack to regain health and, like, all this stuff, like, to, like, you know, parry with your gun or whatever, like, counter with your gun and all this shit, like, going more aggressive. And then even, like, Dark Souls 3 was even, like, a little bit more aggressive than Dark Souls 2 was. Like, or, and even you know, more were, so than Dark Souls 1, which was yeah, super and, like, slow. Yeah, you were, like, you were rewarded for kind of playing a little bit more aggressively more often than not. And then, like, obviously with Sek- Sekiro, it's just fucking, like, balls to the wall. Like, just go fucking jump on a dude, stab him in the neck, yeah. parry this fucking guy, stab him in the face. And, like, it's all this crazy So shit. what do you think of like, the next one? Are you going to be, like, a robot ninja and just, just it's super, just extra fast? Oh, they're going, well, they're, they're they're going back to... Kind of- the next one is oh, yeah, uh, crazy, Elden, like, Elden, open world. Creepy fingers. Elden Ring, man. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And the story's going to just be even more obscure and weird because fucking George R. R. Martin's That involved. looks super more fantasy. I'm really excited for that, but... Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that because that's more like, you know, that's like a high fantasy, like, you know, like, huge, like if it's like a sprawling, like, open world RPG, like uh, like like a fucking Elder Scrolls game. Oh, my God, cool. yo, that's fucking just city. I, that's like my ideal fucking <laughs> fantasy setting is like high fantasy. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be super cool. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I want them to announce it now. All right, cool. Ready, 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 ready? Yes, yeah, yeah, ready, go. Go. Katana Zero, April 18th. Who else played this? Because I did. Not me. I played it at PAX, so okay. I did not. <laughs> right. PAX, tell us real quick. So, again, this is another, like, a little similar to Hotline Miami. Um, kind of just trying to get through levels. They place enemies certain ways, and, like, you just kind of have to navigate through the areas. Um, I really, I actually like this a lot. I think the gameplay was cool. The story was gripping enough that I like. I actually cared. Um, there were some really cool sequences. Like there's a sequence later on where they give you control of another character, and like it's fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, everything about it, I thought it was really cool. Uh, puzzles were, you know, again like not super super hard, um, but like they were doable and uh, wasn't like super challenging. It was just like a fun fucking romp through like this crazy like neon like cyberpunk e fucking world that you know you run around like a future samurai man and they're just like fucking dudes up yeah it's a good game fun hey cool. i gotta play that i own it i bought it twice it's fun Same. not long <laughs> also not very long at all i also i think own it twice i bought it on switch and pc i forget where i played it i think i played it on steam all right <clears throat> cool mortal kombat 11 april 23rd yeah I guess we'll let you take the reins of this one too, since that's that's just shit. Uh, it's it's great. It's a great game. Um, very <laughs> very good. good. 
very good fighting game probably my favorite fighting game in a long time um uh definitely the only fighting game i've ever played with like such a comprehensive and like well done story like the story mode in this game is fucking awesome yeah, story like, the campaign is phenomenal yeah campaign is incredible like i like super fucking definitely my favorite and, like, fighting game story campaign ever yeah, yeah pretty far yeah like e- like easily like uh netherrealm was the only studio that's like putting together like legitimate like stories for their games yeah. which is really cool because like even like injustice 2 and like the first injustice like yeah it's there but it's not like super engaging they're or not anything. they're they, but they're like good enough that it's like you want to play okay, through like them, you don't but. exactly and like you don't see that type of story in like a street fighter like you no. play the fucking like arcade but i would say mortal kombat so 11 stupid. is worth it alone for the story yes just for the story yeah. um like you know they can they can you can really muddy the waters with stuff like time like manipulating time and like all the shit but the way they handle it um and this is like super great especially because because uh, like, the ending they basically like refreshed everything like you know like, yeah oh. and, like they 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 leave it off in such a way that like they can kind of do whatever they Go want. Away, now. Yeah, like, wherever they, can, they want. Yeah, they can they can literally start from fucking square one and like completely rebuild this series into something fresh and like cool. Sure. Um, and the, the, the little bit I played online, I enjoyed. I didn't get really too into it, but like the couple yeah. hours that I put into it, I did have fun. Got my ass fucking kicked over and over and over again. I still think I'm sitting on yeah, like a that's... four and forty six record. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. But I'll take those four um, fucking wins because those four wins I fucking won. Hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, like the, uh, they, they pulled in some of the injustice stuff. Like, you know, you get some like level of, um, um, like fighter customization. Like you can kind of like customize some of their outfits and like, you can even kind of make like a loadout almost. Um, yeah. if you like a specific fighter, you can like, you know, kind of adds different abilities and like kind of save it and just go into a fight with that instead of like the, the predetermined ones that they give you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think a lot of this game's praise has to go to the story, honestly. Like, you know, the crypt is kind of take it or leave it. Like, I, I eh, like, uh, crypt was the, the one, crypt, the weakest point for me personally. The crypt, the crypt, in the other games were okay. Like, they were never really great. It's but, time like, to move on from the fucking crypt. It was fun in Deadly Alliance. Yeah, right? Deadly Alliance was fucking great. Yeah. Because that was their real first, like, yeah. you know, iteration of it, and like having like having everything being like a fixed location that you can just like, all right, this is what I want. I'm gonna go get that. Um, the fact that they don't do that in this one sucks. And, like, everything, every chest you open is random. Like, you just get, like, random shit out of them. So, like, you could fucking go over it. There's, like, four different currencies that you have to use. Like, it's just, like, it's just, they, they, I think they kind of dropped the ball. With, oh, 100%. Like, that, well, that think stuff. about all that, that shit yet. No, I, I still no. think it's fixed, but even. They made it, all this, they made it a little easier to earn some of the currencies. Yeah, they gave people, like, not, millions in currency. Like, because, like, yeah, no, this sucks. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. It's, um, that, they, I don't know. Like, considering how tight everything else was, I don't know how yeah. you screw that up that bad. The one, the one praise I will give to the crypt is the level like, of the areas. detail and the the callbacks. Oh the yeah, that stuff was awesome. All that shit was fucking awesome. Yeah. like even to like to the to the original movie, um, like going that far back, like you know you go into like you know Kano's fucking um, not even it's Goro's lair, but it's like Kano's uh fucking feast or whatever like from the first movie like and you like, can walk up to one of the tables and you see a skeleton with Kano's like metal eye and like all this cool shit and like um <laughs> the uh just everything like that kind of shit in the crypt was just like you know the, the that was the cool stuff um <laughs> you fucking asshole um the uh, uh but yeah the stuff with uh 
the stuff in the story with like you know having like multiples of the same character around at the same time so like you know johnny two johnny cages and like yeah that could have been so mucky but they did it so well yeah and like it's just it's just that that kind of shit is so great because you get like the older johnny cage who's like seen some shit like over like the years and you get like the shitty johnny cage from like the first mortal Kombat who comes in he's just like a douchebag and like the older ones is like oh fuck yeah like oh like, shit i was i was bad yeah. <laughs> i was such a piece of shit yeah. like like that kind of shit is it was just really cool yeah it's cool um all right i think we gotta yeah, keep it good. on rolling here what's next b days gone april 26th Ooh, ooh. Didn't ooh, play this. you and Andrew. I played it. Just me and Brian this, did, right? That's yeah. you fellas, yeah. I, I got this it. This is one it. of my favorite games of the year. So, honestly. I'll start with the bad. It's flawed. It's, yes. It's definitely a little rough around the edges. Uh, mm-hmm. Story can be a bit wacky at times. Uh, but overall, if you're looking for like uh, just a really solid single-player experience that's got some length to it, and you can kind of get lost in the world and does some... I mean, like, yeah, it's a zombie genre-type third-person action game, but like I thought it did some really unique and cool things with that, especially the hordes and stuff. Um, uh, like, you know, I know like, the, and, like maybe that's like something that seems like a bit overdone at this point, but like having like a hundred to two hundred like wacky zombie enemies on screen just like charging at you and like pouring out of like just windows and doors and just like shit shit was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it did so. a good job at, at catching what it would probably feel like like in like the days um at the World War Z books and movie like yeah that like how they're like like they're they're like an ocean almost yeah like the they, first they did a good time, job at catching that the first yeah. time you have to like go up against a horde and it's like the game is like yeah oh yeah like prepare like pack extra ammo like have explosives and i'm just like ah, how bad could it be and i'm like it just oh man it was like so over the top and like yeah it's a lot yeah i mean like you know there's some definitely some like you know the story i kind of liked where it went i thought that was like it did some really cool things even though like you know deacon at, at points can be like you know a little bit much of a character you know he could be i think he could be kind of a lot for some people uh personally i liked deacon i you know i i thought you know obviously he you know the voice actor did a really great job so but you know the biker yeah. stuff's definitely not for everybody <laughs> so but like it goes it like it's true to form in the sense of like you know i know like people give the wedding scene like a lot of shit because it's like super fucking corny you know, like the the one line of dialogue that the wife says to him, you know, like ride me like you would ride your bike or some nonsense. <laughs> but like that's like a you know, like that's like a legit like MC type thing, you know, like yeah, it sounds it sounds like a lot yeah. of the, the shit that I've heard, like as far as that's concerned, is like somebody just watched a whole lot of Sons of Anarchy. But like, like it's yeah, just, this is what I they mean, do. That's but that's it's what actually they do. not like that at all. Yeah. Like like that one bit is, but everything else, like it, there's like a lot of the biker shit like doesn't like it's not like front and center as like mm-hmm. much as you think it would be like all like like you know the cheesiness of it mm-hmm. is but like like they'll mention like the MC like oh no like loyal to the MC even still all this like they they do stuff like that but there it's not like biker the video game like yeah at yeah. all I'd I mean, say that one specific scene is the only thing that's kind of like that and I think that's why it got a lot of attention yeah because it's the yeah, only thing I feel like, like people that blew in, in that out of, out of proportion oh they blow everything out of proportion that's true so. I mean, like Andrew, come on, uh, talk about it a little bit more. Like, what yeah, about, I mean, you know? a lot of the same points. It's definitely flawed. It's almost like um, Bend missed out on a lot of the uh, games that came out over the past few years in terms of like quality of life stuff and just like you know, like how they 
fade to black every time you leave a cutscene. Yeah, that's and true. then it'll and then it'll go back to gameplay, but you're standing right where the cutscene like ended. So they could have done the Uncharted thing. Then again, I'm not a game developer. I don't know how much extra time that takes. Um, um, the you know making it's kind of like my double jump argument, where I don't think double jump should be something that you unlock in any video game at this point. I think you should just have that if you're gonna put it in your game. You should just have that immediately. Um, and then the same could be said with Days Gone and the shooting, take. where you shouldn't have had to upgrade your combat tree so much to make the shooting feel okay it, it was like night That's dumb it no i mean like it's it's cool though in the sense of yeah. like and i guess like I, i'm doing this because i want to play devil's advocate here a bit because like and uh, well it, this will also go into our death stranding conversation but like it's one of those things where like at first it feels so rough and then like towards the end of the game like you're just like super powerful and yeah. like precise with all your shots mm -hmm. and but the like, devil's advocate you're a devil's advocate you're a soldier you served in iraq you know how to true. use a gun so, yeah, but like you also get like a time slow mechanic and stuff like that doesn't have to yeah, do with I know, anything. But, like, but it's the, also the like a like, zombie game. Like no, but it takes the shooting from not good to passable. Yeah, passable. it should go from passable to good. Yeah, no, you're you're that's definitely not wrong. Like that's the argument I'm it, making. I just like, and also like for a game like yeah. that, like where it's like you know this big open world like action adventure game and like it has like these RPG elements and like you're working on skill trees and stuff. Like it like it makes sense for like you to have that type of like upgrade capabilities like for oh, it makes total sense yeah but it should go from passable to good not yeah not you know like bad to, to passable yeah um yeah i'm with you i do love like the like you know the currency system the like mm -hmm. this the sense of like uh advancement with like every time like you were like dealing with like a new um like community and like you know they're like what they have in their armory uh, I thought yeah. the bike it was always cool working towards that one weapon. Exactly. Like, oh, like, oh shit, they have a Tommy thing. gun yeah. here. Like, I want that. Like, yeah. I got to go and, like, you know, kill a bunch of zombies and then, like, you know, stock up on, like, monies and then I can get it and, like, shit like that. Like, so I, I like, like, the like the upgrade system, like, through and through. And, like, obviously, like, the, the, the shooting and gameplay stuff, like, they, they could have, you know, done a better job, like Andrew said, at yeah. making it good up front and then it gets better, not, like, bad. And then it gets, you know, like, it's just the way that it was handled was just very weird. Um, yeah, that that would be my biggest complaint about the game. Honestly, is the ga gameplay. That. You know, could yeah, you know, I mean, could have been yeah. fine tuned a little bit. So yeah, I focus more on stealth and melee weapons. Honestly, Yo, the fucking so crossbow. Me, yeah, and upgrading the crossbow yeah. was so good. I love that yeah. thing. I didn't really like deal with a lot of like shooting unless it was like I'm taking on a horde or like a fucking bear. And thankfully, with bear, it's a bear. It's a, a wall, so your bullets don't miss. You don't really need to have <laughs> big, bear. you know, pinpoint accuracy with that. <laughs> Um, but I love the story. Um, I I, uh, I thought Deacon was awesome. I think Sam Witwer did a great job with, um, you know, playing him. Um, I like the story between him and Sarah. I I love Boozer. Um, yeah, what I a liked... cool character and like their their relationship yeah. and like what happens to him and all that stuff. Like it was, it was yeah. definitely really interesting. I think so. the story is is the strongest part of the well, yeah, yeah. Well, second strongest part. The best part I think was the motorcycle and upgrading it over time and you feeling those upgrades and how much better your bike controlled from the beginning of the game to the end of the game and i always kind of compare it to the mad max game how upgrading your car in that game like you felt the upgrades and you kind of wanted to upgrade that before you did anything else whether it be weapons or or, or your skill tree and i think they got that yeah. down really well and i can't wait for days gone if, if the secret ending is anything to go by like we're definitely going to get one that's so a, we could talk about that really you know. quick because like that ending should have been in my opinion like you shouldn't have had to have like one i like that they like stuck 
to that like old video game mentality where it's like oh if you 100% it like you get this really cool secret ending like I love that yeah. but like I don't know like now it's like so hard to like commit to that like train of thought yeah, no. you know because like, I, I agree yeah but like it, yeah. it, it definitely caters to the people who like you know they're gonna buy one game every couple months and then like they'll sink mm-hmm. all their time into it and if they get really yeah. into it and they come across that organically that's such a cool fucking thing like I love that <laughs> yeah. that game developers are still doing shit like that but at the mm-hmm. same time like I like I I would love to experience it myself and have that moment, but that's never going to happen just because like I'm an idiot and I have to play everything, you know? So it's like, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I know that's, that, that's a me problem. I get it. Yeah. You know? It's so it's like, I, I have a, to just be the person. Problem. Yeah. It's like, Oh, like I gotta go watch this on YouTube. And then like, when I did that, I was like, Oh shit, this is really fucking cool. It's going to take yeah. this game into like a really awesome place. Like, yeah, I- I'm really happy that it, it didn't, really add or take away to the main story though if you think about it. like that story is about deacon and sarah so that doesn't really add too much to that it helps build out the world and maybe expand upon the so, world and that's story the thing is, like but I, it's nice that it, it doesn't it, i still feel like i got the ending of the game true with yeah. what i got that's fair. which is like fair criticism like you know but i still i'm like it should have been a little bit more easily accessible yeah. And maybe it should have been a quest that you get right after finishing the yeah, game. Yeah, and like that do, you can go, yeah, do a couple things, and then you'll you'll experience this. Um, yeah, but I mean, like for me, I think the world, like I, as much as I did, you know, I, like I said, the story definitely has its problems. Um, but there is like a good story there at its core. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like the world was like a very interesting thing. Like I like just being out, like out there, like exploring and finding shit as Deacon, and like one of my favorite things was just like, you you know. The, the environment in that game what is it portland it takes place it's that it's like where it's supposed to be no geographically um, west right and it's, it's bend oregon right that's where so i think bend is i think it's that's I think what it's so oregon. Bend is, yeah so yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's oregon yeah if it's not you know it's i don't think it's like a one-to-one representation but they obviously took you know inspiration from that like dance of the pacific northwest um to just like being out in the wilderness like on the bike and just like coming across like just random shit out in like this just you know th- like a post-apocalyptic world and like you know like being out at night and coming across a horde and like having like race away from them you know and like finding upgrade materials and just like you know it's just a good like survival action adventure game like you know yeah. it's there there is like some really good mechanics there so that's, yeah that's the um, like shit i said I enjoyed love days gone yeah. hype for days gone too you know it's gonna happen and i hope it's sooner than later agreed i don't have anything else to really add to it cool next game a plague tale innocence may 14th oh hell yeah Dan? oh hell yeah <laughs> Dan, is just, Bri- Bri- just me and you on this one uh, yeah. i think so yeah uh plague tale innocence is a, a wonderful game it, it came out of nowhere i remember seeing like a random <coughs> trailer after e3 2018 i guess like i don't even know i didn't even see it on e3 i remember just like watching it after the fact and I was like, what the fuck is this This game? And then, like, it's going to be a little bit to get the concept of, like, rats being a main gameplay mechanic. The more I saw of it, the more they'll look cool. Um, I like, really, the medieval fantasy uh, aspect of it. Um, and then when it started getting pretty solid reviews and I actually tried to check it out for myself, I, like, I fell completely in love with it. It's, it's, so, it's, it's, it was refreshing to play because it's such, like, it's so, it's so concise and so uh, tight with what the story that it wants to tell, the characters that it wants to portray that there's no bullshit it's just it's just a straight up really good story it's really cool characters the gameplay is it's what it needs to be they don't try to do anything extra there's no extra stuff in it that doesn't need to be there it's basically just it is what it is and it, it and it's it's the the story is like captivating from, from uh from the get-go the characters are great um it had you know the I, there was really no gameplay sections that i didn't like 
Um, you know, like I could see how some people might fall fall uh, back on it just because like the whole rat mechanic it, it is pretty heavy on that, which like <laughs> the some people might rat view. mechanic. <laughs> it sounds funny to say out loud, but like I can nope, see some. That's- Right. Some people might, you know, find that a little bit like okay, like when like the rat tornadoes start becoming like a general a, a common occurrence. Some people might be like, all right, like this is really yeah, like you know rat what we're doing here. Um, but you when know, it I, it doubles down on like that fantasy element, you know, because like at first, like it, I mean, like you, it, you get like a little tease of it. You know, because yeah, the then like yeah. in the beginning, and it's like all right, something else, something more sinister. Yeah, you tell is going something on un- here is going on. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just like up. Oh, there's just a bunch of rats. Like it's you know, yeah. there's way there's way more to it. And, like, and they connected like, well, where like it makes oh, sense, yeah. where it's not just yeah. like you know, just rats just happen to be the thing that like is is what's going on. Like it, mm-hmm. in the beginning, you're like, all right, like how is there this many fucking rats? Like how is this possible? Yeah, you know. <laughs> But then, like, towards the end, you're like, okay, like, this this kind of makes sense. And it's really hard. Like, I don't want to completely spoil it because I know this might be a game you guys play at some point in time. I want both of them to play it because it's, it's definitely up I there on my list this year. And it's, Oh, yeah, no, it's – Yeah, right in terms there, of, like, mind. you know, it's cohesive story. It does what it wants to do. It portrays these characters in such a phenomenal way. Yeah. Um, and, like, the dynamic between the, you know, the this, like, these the siblings – yeah, um, I can't even think and, of their name right now, but yeah. Yeah, like, but just, you know, shitty little brother, but he's just like a child, and at, at moments he's, like, infuriating infuriating because he's just an infant and doesn't know better. Yeah. And then, you know, there's at the times where, like, you know, he's just, like, this joyful, playful kid, and, like, you're, you're reminded, like, very quickly, like, oh, shit, like, I was just mean to him, like, 45 seconds ago because it was a life-or-death situation, and yeah. he, like, was crying over something stupid, but, like, up oh, now he's chasing, like, leapfrogs, and it's the most adorable shit I've ever seen. And, yeah, exactly. And it's like, man, they they fucking nailed this dynamic. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like they also, like, the character progression for everybody was, like, really well done. Like, the, the sister, like, in the beginning being, like, scared but, like, trying to be brave. And then her, like, slowly working her way into being just, like, just, like, the, you know, the, the brave one of the two. And, like, really helping her brother through a lot of these things where she knows, she, like, she has to or no one else will. Mm-hmm. It's also this game... Out of every game I've ever played where, like, a person that isn't normally killing people has to kill people, it, it, I think this game, out of every game I've ever played, it does a really good job really making you really feel that weight of, like, this normal That's person cool. all of a sudden has to mur- murder people to survive. Out of and, self-defense. Like, and out of self-defense, and she's yeah. not okay with it. And she lets you know she is not okay with it. And yeah, it never and gets to the point yeah, of absurdity no. where, like, you're just no. mowing down dudes left and right. Like it always it's not like Nathan Drake in Uncharted, where he's just like a mass well, yeah, murderer and no Raider. comments about it. The first or reboot, Tomb Raider, the first, yeah. yeah, the first reboot Tomb Raider. Yeah, she yeah. becomes a, a they, murder they monster. That, they, do at, they do that at the beginning, where like you kind of feel the weight of her like killing that guy for the first time. And yeah, but then the next headshot you get, you get experience points. Yeah, yeah, literally. Hey, congrats! Fifty headshots and I get a hat. All right, let's fucking do it. Like by the third game, she's like coming out of the water like the Terminator. which was a cool sequence in the third game. It was so great. Yeah, like you never feel feel good about killing people. No, and it's not. It's like the combat's like they're all in like a set piece, and like the way it's delivered. You know, across the game and throughout this entire story that's being portrayed, it works really well. Yeah, and it's just—it's yep. not. And the combat is, is is so unique. There's no game like like this. Yeah, even if you could call it combat, like it's just—it's—it's it's, yeah. And you could you could do each like se- section totally stealthily. You could try to you know take guys out and things like that. You know, and like the puzzles I thought were really good. Like nothing was too crazy where I was like, this is annoying. Like the, the rats do get a little finicky because like. 
it is literally like individual rats running around. So like the yeah. like the the one where they're in that that, that abandoned castle and you have to like move all the lanterns around. The lanterns, yeah. Yeah, like I can't. I, I'm not gonna act like that was the greatest segment of a game I've no, ever played. It's it definitely some of it is a bit clunky, like you said, because like there's like a thousand rats on screen and they like all kind of like you know they're like the way that they maneuver as like a group and a unit you know yeah. and like you're you have like a torch or something and you're navigating through them you know like the way that it, it handles it can be a bit clunky here and there oh, yeah. but ultimately mm. it does work so oh yeah, yeah. no 100 yeah. i think it nails it <laughs> there's definitely a certain times of puzzles where i'm like you know the it and that happens with every game and, and with puzzles where like you when you, you get this the solution you know you're like you have that moment like that aha moment but with this, oh, yeah. like, the in-between is you just getting, like, you know, eaten alive by rats. I'm mauled by rats. Y- yeah, yeah, and it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, man, I really need to figure this out because I'm really tired of watching this young girl get eaten alive. <laughs> eaten alive <laughs> like, by rats, yeah. So. But, no, great yeah, game. But, I can't recommend it enough to anyone. Yeah. I want to play it. I wanted to borrow it when we were at your Christmas party. but yeah, I still got all your games much, hostage. I got to hold it. Pretty much, nice little stack. It's pretty much dead on my feet. Cool. Night, all right. So. Rage 2, May 14th. Hey, I just want to say that this is this actually game? my biggest disappointment of this year. I was just yeah, gonna say I that. Probably would agree disappointing. with you. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. I had very high hopes for this one. Yeah, I think you. I think, it was not I think you guys got my hopes higher than they should have been. Because <laughs> I had next to none, and then you guys were like, "No, it's gonna be really great. It's gonna be fun." I was like, "All right." Played it. Did you guys finish it or no? no? No, I had like I four it. hours of it, and then I, I, also, I just I, also finished. I finished it out of spite, pure spite. I was just gonna say, Same. both of you. Oh, you finished it really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Dan and Pat were very much like, "Don't waste your time," and like I was already not that into it after playing like a few hours, and then just the fucking. Yeah. Game has the worst the most... mission structure of any game <laughs> in the entire fucking world. It's the mission not existed. It's almost amazing that they somehow that game came out with that mission structure. It's bad. One nice thing the I would say oh. was the most unsatisfying shit I have. I was like annoyed. Mm-hmm. I was annoyed that I even finished it. I was like, why? Like, all right. So the I already fuck's like, wrong with time. all this just to get. I this. already like yeah, pretty much. Like I like wasted my time. Video game. This fucking Why'd game. you do this to me? And then, and then they like punched me in my face mm-hmm. for spending the time. They were like, yeah, all right, thanks. Fuck you. And <laughs> I was like, all right, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I get like, what the fuck. It was just the only redeeming quality of this game was like the gunplay. I was about to say, I think that like they did nail that at least. Oh, the like, combat I, I was thought, fun. like yeah, yeah the was... game controlled well. The yeah. like the combat was fun. You felt pretty powerful, almost like a like a Doom Marine version of a mm-hmm. Guardian, yeah. but um, but, but it ended the... there. <laughs> Stop there. Yeah, that was yeah, it. no, that like, wasn't enough. No, all the abilities were yeah. fucking bad. Like none of no. the abilities were good. Like I like. None of the characters were memorable. Like nothing. The story was fucking garbage. Yeah. Like the like I I didn't I didn't mind so much like the way they like sectioned off to areas of the map. Like you know this area is a little tougher than this area or this area or this area. But that really in the long run didn't fucking matter because like you could just go get the thing you wanted from that area. Like an ability, you can go get abilities like super fucking early and like not have to worry about shit. You just go get it and then leave, and you're fine, and you have it. Yeah, I remember you, you told me to get the shit. smart rocket, and I got that like right away, and I was smooth yeah. sailing through the rest of the game. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> like, it, like the the difficulty, quote unquote, for those areas, like, didn't fucking matter. The only area in the entire game that had any like visual fidelity to it at all was the fucking like the vegetation like up north or wherever that was, and like 
Even that wasn't even that great yeah, looking. No. Like, it was just like kind of you drive in and there's some trees. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's right. like, I don't think we need to go over every aspect that's bad about this bad. game. It's just a very it's, so it's, it's mediocre to bad. It's, it was like it reminded me. I can't fucking remember what it was. It was like one of those things where like they announced this game. Like everything leading up to this game was like, yo, this is fucking like hype city, bro. Like you can do all this crazy shit. Like look at all like these crazy all these like these color explosions. Like all this fucking wild shit is going on. And then you play it, and at no point does anything like that happen. At no point the whole is time. like the only color that there is in like those deserts or like anything is when you go to like like an outpost and like this like a pink thing on the wall that like this is you can open that <laughs> like that was it. it was just so dumb. Very very upset with this game. Yeah. Wasted so much of my fucking time. Cool bummer. Move on. Uh, Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, Lord, shut the fuck up, nerd. Just like, we get there's a lot more to there's, talk there's about. There's a lot. We have a lot to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Beat Saber. I'll be quick then. Uh, it's a really fun VR game, um, and it's it's like the closest I think I'll ever get again to um, exercise. Like that. Rude. One hundred percent. I know. I'm, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not the one to yo, talk. Yo, <laughs> man. When I'm done playing Beat Saber, because I like to play on the harder difficulty, I'm like, whoo, goddamn, like I'm 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 sweating. Um, no, I was gonna say it, it's. I think it's. I think it's the closest I'll ever get to like catching the magic of Guitar Hero for the first time again. Oh, that's cool. That's a good way to describe yeah. it. I didn't play Guitar Hero one. I got. I was late in the game, but like when I got Guitar Hero, I remember getting Guitar Hero two on 360, and it had the um, um, the white controller, and it looked like the um. What's that? Is that the Gibson Thunderbird? Whatever that guitar is called. Those because it's Z almost. And this was like similar to that, where I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that I'm playing a game like this and it works just like this." You know, for those that can't tell, I'm swinging my arms. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that that's kind of like what the best part of it was, where I was like, "Yo, this is like something I'm experiencing for the first time." Which you can't say a lot with video games nowadays because no. a lot of them are, you know, everything's a first-person shooter or a FromSoft type game. You know, like you get a lot of games that are just kind of building on other games and making them better or just doing them differently. So for Beat Saber, it was like, this is something brand new for me. And it's not just because it's VR. It's because of just how the game plays, how it controls, like what you're doing. Um, and it's definitely going to be like, uh, like, this is the kind of game that I want to like, bring to my next family outing and make everybody play. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's that good. It's like, I need people that don't play video games to see this because it's that fucking amazing. Actually, I don't know if you played it, but, like, with, like, DJ Hero came out. Oh, oh, that little fucking, yeah. I, yeah. That I, was I, way I better never, than it should have yeah. been. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was just, like, a cool thing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. We don't have to go into it. You know, have you noticed that whenever, whenever we know we're getting to the end of a, a game is when we bring up another game and start talking about that? Yeah, and that's why I don't want. And then do I have to so do this fun thing where I cut everybody off and say, "Okay, yeah, it's outer- good. You need, you yeah. need to." Or this would be a four-hour ne- episode. Up, we have the outer <coughs> wa- wild. Oh, man, I'm a fucking waited for this fucking. I still shit. can't tell the difference between this and outer worlds without saying it's slow. Oh. Like I need to say it's slow to get it. The amount of voiceovers I fucked up. At game ranks with this, where I have to go back in. Like, oh, I said, wow. my favorite Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds moment was when um, the host, one of the hosts of Kotaku Split Screen, uh, Kirk, 
like tweeted about it about how good it was and Max Scoville replied with like what what are you talking about it's literally just like a copy and paste of every other action RPG that came out over the past decade and like so the first reply was like you're definitely thinking of Outer Worlds here bro and like Max replied immediately and was like fuck <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> it was really good, and I was like, wow, that's a dumb thing. You look stupid, and I love it. Um, Outer Wilds, though, I think that this game has, like, if you could just take a game, like, take the first few hours of it, and then just take the end of it. Fucking great. <laughs> everything in the everything <laughs> in between. Or maybe cherry pick, like, ten minutes throughout your fucking 20-minute fucking bullshit game to f- and, and, and make that into a two hour game and then maybe you got and then you'll probably have a great fucking time playing that the fact play, that, that this game. game it could take people like 20 hours to beat is a fucking crime because like maybe it's just I don't have the patience for it I I think that the it, gameplay wise it was just really clunky and like you the the whole hook here is that you're on like these 20 minute intervals you know so it's it's, it's like I guess it kind of plays like a roguelike but it's really not um, like the idea is that like you're in like in this universe and like you're like you're not losing your memory every time like the universe resets um, because there's like a, a supernova. So you're in, like a time loop or something. Yeah, you're time on a time loop, loop because of a supernova. Um, but for whatever reason, you and like a few select people um, like, you know, you're you're like, you know, you you know what's happening. So your object is to figure out why. Piece all the things together to figure out what's going on in the universe. And, yeah. and like the little like, you know, like breadcrumb trail that they give you, I think is like really unique and it's it's cool. <coughs> yeah, but just the way the unique. game the way the game plays and it handles is like, all right, you know you have to get from A to B. I only have twenty minutes and I have to explore this area. But then, like, you have to wait for something to happen in the world, yeah. like a planet's crumbling or an asteroid's going to hit it, and then it gives you even less time to get into the area that you need to get into and, yeah. like, complete a puzzle or something, you know, to kind of expand, like, because there's, like, a little map on your ship, and every time, like, you see a little bit more of, like, and follow that breadcrumb trail, it gives you, like, another little hint on, like, the next place you should go or the next thing you should yeah. look at, which helps, like, unravel the story, which, like... It, 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 like, a very vague hint. It's not always, like, hey, you did this, go do this no. now. Yeah. Sometimes it, like, it's, like, oh, you did this? Good. Okay. Yeah, Figure yeah. it out. Like, <laughs> you know, Maybe like, you it, should, like, look over here, too. I probably <laughs> would have enjoyed it more if they gave me a little bit, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, maybe you should have this planet now, bud, but not, you know, like, not... Any, you know, so... Like yeah. what Brian was saying, the game is like it's it's constantly at odds with itself because it, it wants you to explore, wants you to like just look at something in the distance. Oh, that planet looks cool. Let me go fucker figure out what this is. And they want you to look into things and and, and happen on them naturally. But playing in a time interval, that that's not how I want to play. I want to fucking get where I need to go. I need to want to do that thing and I want to be done with it because I know in twenty fucking minutes I'm gonna blow up because the sun's gonna explode. So like, yeah. you know, so like fucking go into a. So when you die, you don't respawn. You fucking wake up and you start the whole process over again. So like, gotta you, run to your ship, get back yeah, in. You wake up, you go to your ship, you do that little fucking cutscene. You start your ship up, you put your suit on, you fly to the find the planet, you find the spot on the planet, you land the ship, you wait there. Some shit happens. You do a couple things. You sit there. You sit there. You sit there. You sit there. Wait until something just na- organically happens. It happens. You're like, okay, good. Let me try this for the fucking tenth time. You're, you're marching on, marching on down the stairs. There's a million holes everywhere because you know space. And then you, and then you fucking die because the game is super clunky. And you're like, 
Okay, I guess I gotta do that all over again. And you know, Dan, and like, you are nailing this. That's oh. and, and that's not fun. That's not it's fun not. at all. There, that's I was bad. I was more frustrated with this game than anything else. And like, I, I remember talking about it after I played like the first few hours of this. And like, we recorded an episode, and I like was praising this game like to no end, saying just how like magical the first few hours are like when you experience like the first handful of supernovas like when you're like yeah i'll agree midst, i when in the midst yeah. of exploring something and you're like oh i gotta get to this next thing i gotta like see what's like what's beyond this point and then like the supernova hits and you're like oh fuck let me run back to my ship and get right back there and like check this out but then like when you're on hour eight and like you're really just trying to like see the end and like see everything and like like dan said it's really at odds with itself it just becomes this like frustrating rinse and repeat um, but like, I do think that when you finally piece everything together, which I ultimately, I just like got to a point where I was like, I got to look up a guide. Like, I really need to see where to go next. I can't just, and there's no real guides. Like, I, like, no, yeah, like, like I, I, I did too. It's more like, Hey, you should like, the guide is more like, Hey, you should try this and then this and then this, they don't tell you what to do basically, but they say like, well, yeah, because if you know what to do, you could finish the game within 20 minutes. Exactly. Also, I don't know if we said this, but to preface this, me and Brian both beat this game. So we could definitively talk about it, and we're not, you know, we're not, it's not like I played for three hours and I just hate it. Like, I, I no, yeah, played the def- whole entire thing. Yep. Yeah. So, so. and Brian did as well. So, it, you know, I, 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 the idea is great, I, 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 and I understand why someone would like this game. It, what bothers me is that hearing everyone talk about it, they praise it to no end. There's people that have fucking, like, like you know, out-of-body experiences playing this fucking game the way they talk about it. And I'm like, that, yeah, that's think- great. If that's yeah. how you experienced it. But, like, you can't just disregard all the bad. If you didn't see these things as bad, fucking God bless you. I don't know how you got through this game <laughs> without viewing any of these things as negatives. And that's that's great, you know. But, like, it, it, so many people just glossed over so many of these things that are just, gl- like, glaring issues with the game that just got me so, like, you know, like, are we just not going to mention yeah. that, like, the controls are terrible or flying the ship is not fun or just a lot of things inherently about the game are just not yeah, all the way I, thought out and, and good. Like, you know, like we just, I've got into uh, like a handful of Twitter arguments with people yeah. who, with like, who are praising it. And I'm like, Hey, we just going to ignore the fact that it's like, it doesn't really control great. And like immediately, like someone's like, Oh, you must, it's, have not, just that bad. it's not that bad. Or you must've been yeah. doing something wrong. And it's like, I'm like, why are people brainwashed by this? Like That's any other, any ridiculous. other game that plays bad and is like at odds with own challenging, like death stranding. Like, the biggest complaint is, like, oh, it's not fun to play. It's not fun to play. And I'm like, well, I had a lot of fun with it. And, like, I had a lot of fun with Outer Wilds, too. But I'm just, I know, I, know, I, know, I could, uh, uh, like, sit here and say that both things, like, have their issues, you know. Yeah. But, like, just but the I fact feel like that the people, people just... like, who have been, not to rub it right, that have been right. vocal about Death Stranding being good have also acknowledged that there's a lot of bad to it as well. The people yeah. who like Outer Wilds are just too busy fucking jerking themselves off about how good it is <laughs> and don't have and don't give two seconds to be like, oh, and maybe this is not not great. Not like great. I said, and again, yeah. like I'm not them. I don't know how they experienced it. But the way the, the how strongly I felt, the negative fully outweighed the bad for me. I really enjoyed the beginning. I enjoyed little bits and pieces throughout the story and the ending was good. But yeah, like the, the ending is really nice. I mean, like that's the one thing is like I felt, and like I'm not gonna say like the ending like really just made the whole experience like worth it for me because like I'm not, I'm really, I can't like just let it go. Uh, just how frustrated I was moment yeah. to moment. But I do think that, like I said, if you could take the first few hours of this game 
and like you said cherry pick some stuff in between that was like really nice and like cool to see and then that ending which is like is very meaningful yeah and like really delivers like you know what the message was for this game and what it was trying to portray then yeah sure like if yeah. we're just going to focus on that things then yeah it's great but sure. you cannot just neglect the fact that it is just a clunky fucking like experience yeah, and a game that, like, they, they definitely made this on, like, you know, like, let's see if this works. Like, are people going to like this? And, and obviously people liked it, which is great. But, like, I, I just feel like you just it, it, people are just ignoring, like, the glaring issues. And I'm sure Outer Wilds 2, if that comes out, might be a phenomenal game that I might absolutely adore if they fix some of those issues. But I don't I don't know. But also, I guess the last thing to, to say about it, also, fuck those fucking blind fucking fish. That's the dumbass oh mechanic. That's fucking stupid. Not ah. cool. Whoever thought about that. Dark Bramble could fucking absolutely fuck off. Like, I'd like to meet that person who was like, oh, this was my idea. This is a good idea, just, yeah. Like, so, okay. Just give I, him a so piece of my mind. Let me, let, me pitch this to you, <laughs> let me pitch this to you guys because, like, I just want to hear, like, what your initial thought. Like, if I was if we were in a boardroom right now and I was pitching to you one of the planets and I was like, all right, so we got a fucking planet. It's it's pretty much, like, all just it's air and gas. It's all just gray. You can't really see around. It, and you're floating in there. And then these fucking fish with little lights on top of their heads and they and they can't see but they can hear but i mean they can fucking hear anything so you literally have to drift your fucking spaceship into this planet you can't use the engine so you literally have to coast yourself all the way there at through multiple like portals that send you around the planet to get to where you need to go and if you use your engines even in the slightest on one of these things fucking eat you and you have to do the whole thing over again does that yeah. sound fucking fun no thank you pat you're one of the Sounds smart like ones. Like and that's an entire fucking planet. One planet yeah. is that. And, that, and there's that like planet, eight planets. And I just want to add to that. That planet is crucial to get like to see the oh, actual ending. Yeah. And you're on a 20 minute timer. And like you have like an important item with you. And you have to race through that fucking fish planet. There were so many fucking times where I was just yeah. wanted to see the end of this fucking game. And I got snatched up by one of those goddamn fishes. Yeah. And I remember like texting Dan like full caps. Like... Losing my dog ramble, eat a dick. Yeah, no, same. And like again, like I, I like I, unless these people who played uh, Outer Wilds that like, got through that like once or, the first or second try, or like just loved it so much that like they didn't mind getting eaten by these fucking fish. <laughs> I don't know. But, first right, time, well, that, first time it happens, you're exploring, you're zipping around, you're like, oh, what's that? Oh my god, that was really cool, spooky. Whoa! And then, then yeah, like an hour yeah, eight, the you're like forty seventh time, you're like, I'm gonna fucking eat my mouse. Okay, cool. <laughs> my friend Pedro, June twentieth. But I enjoy whenever um, there's a game that you know you're the one going to talk about. You do just some like hand things, <laughs> like like a, throws up. Comes, he comes to life. Throws yeah. up a sign real quick. Um, yeah, I don't. You guys didn't play this, right? I did. Oh, you did? Did you beat it or no? No, almost. Okay. So this is like a devolver game, and it's like one of the most devolver ass devolver games I've ever played. Um, it's like a side-scrolling, like. I don't really want to call it like a... I've been pitching it as a side-scrolling Deadpool game that doesn't star Deadpool. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I can go with that. Um, <clears throat> basically, this character... Um, I forget. Uh, is he nameless? I don't remember. He's nameless? I, I think he's nameless. Um, with like a little floating banana friend who is Pedro, which is the namesake of the game. Um, oh, Pat. Hey, look. What? What do you got? Hey. You got a banana? Hey, it's Pedro. Um, Pedro. So yeah, he's he's just like literally like a banana with like like an emoji face on his face, like as a face, and he just kind of is like emoji face the, on his face as a face. 
Yeah, and uh, he's kind of like the narr the the narration throughout the game. Um, you're basically just running through like a, it's a side scroll. You're running through. Um, it's like a gun kata, like just shooting just enemies in like each level, and you just it's just like it's kind of like a like see how quickly you can get through this type of game. Um, <coughs> um, it's like it's really just like just see how fast you can get through this. Like just kill these guys as stylishly as you can. Kind of whatever. Um, it was good. Controlled well. I played it on the Switch, and it actually played much better than I thought it was going to, considering like the like the kind of wild shit you can do. Um, game ends super fucking weird and like kind of wild and kind of like surprised me more than it probably should have, considering the game that I was playing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It's like fun, like five hours. I guess just to like run around and just do like some wacky shit. Cool. There's a there's a banana in that game, right? I yep. said that. He said that right in the beginning. And Andrew showed his banana, not like his yeah, not his penis, his... like a banana. No, no, no. Like I have. He's got the Pedro. banana. No, oh, so, so basically, I, I just want to make yeah, a so note basically... quick. We and I sorry to cut this, and I hate that I have to do this, but it's really funny to me that we've been recording this episode for an hour and a half right now, but for some reason, ten minutes ago, Andrew decided to tweet, "I wish I was better at Rocket League." <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> Like um, what? I was just uh, I, ten minutes. I ago. saw someone tweeting about it, and I was like, "Man, I wish I was good at Rocket League." And I just felt like saying <laughs> yeah, it. That's what Twitter's. I really wish I was good at Rocket League. Twitter's I would for. actually play it. Um, Meaning, we're like so deep in the trenches of like our year in review here. <laughs> yeah, I wish I go Ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, that probably would have been during Dan vomiting out, about Outer Wilds. Yeah, I don't want to blame him. Yeah. Okay, Pat, we um, good with Pedro? Um, but no, uh, my friend Pedro, very, very, very fun game. Um, it's it's like yeah, if you like Hotline, you'll be into it. Play with so, a mouse and keyboard though; that's the way to play it, I think. Just like the, Those the precision end of the game, shots. End of the game, you 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 fight the banana, and he's just a giant banana, and you're just kind of like on these clouds, and you're fighting them, and you kill them, and then your character like you're doing like a weird dream sequence. I guess you're just like a like whatever. And you wake up and you take off your helmet and then you have the banana face mm. <laughs> like on your face. It's so weird. <laughs> this is the weirdest yeah. shit I've ever. Done. I was like, "What the fuck?" But it's fine. It was a fun game. We can move on. Cool. Cadence of Hyrule, June thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, Cadence of Hyrule was great. Um, I think me and me and you, Pat, beat this, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, I never, you know, Crypt Detective Dancer never really struck a huge chord with me. Uh, I was thought the concept was cool. I have no fucking rhythm, so I couldn't play that game. Um, but, uh, I like Zelda a lot, and, uh, I thought that looked cool, um, the concept was cool, um, it was really easy, by my only complaint, um, I also was like the fact that I could turn off the beat, so I didn't have to be fucking horrible at it, um, yeah, that's, that's, I don't really have much to say, it was a good little so, Zelda experience, it was just a little too easy. I will say that I am in the same boat as you, like, Crypto and Necrodancer never, like, really struck a chord with me too much, um, I really like the music. Like there will be times where like I'll catch myself on Spotify listening to like the Necrodancer soundtrack because it's great. Yeah. Um, and like this, I played. Unlike you, I have rhythm, so I was able to play the game. And like, you know, <laughs> well, fuck me. <laughs> you you said yourself you don't. No, I got absolutely zero rhythm. No. <laughs> um, oh shit. <laughs> I I was able to play the game. Unlike you, I <laughs> have rhythm, Dan. <laughs> I thought we've seen it all from it's not that bad, Pat Murtha, but. No. <laughs> I have rhythm. Uh, I have rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so I played. I played the game like the other way, like where you actually have to like match your beat to the the music that's going and all that. Yeah. Wait, because you have rhythm. <laughs> because I have rhythm. <laughs> okay, I do that. Um, oh, good. So, 
it was great. Game was great. I had a good time. Um, I, I at no point that I really consider it like super easy. I don't know if that was because I was playing it the way I was playing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had a, I had a great time. The soundtrack's great. Um, I forget what his name is. Something Baranowski, I think. Uh, but his music is just fucking awesome. Um, and, uh, it's, it's fit like Danny Baranowski is the, the composer, um, for all the music in Necrodancer and this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a fun, like, little Zelda thing, and I'm glad that Nintendo actually, like, let somebody do something like this with one of their IPs, because... Hey, real cool. Nintendo is usually very, like... Nah, mine. Close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They play very close <laughs> to the chest, and they don't want other people touching their yeah. stuff, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was cool. Fun. Cool. All right. Fire Emblem, Three Houses, July 26th. Yeah! Hell yeah. How long, how long should I walk away for? Uh, we're, let's, we're gonna try to speed these up. We're gonna be here for just four take hours. a nap. Just take a nap there, bud. Um, Fire Emblem was great. I mean, we all played it. We all loved it. Um, you know, I, I it's I, I was trying with it to start. Like the combat was great. It was it was the jump from uh, handheld to like more of a, a home console that we needed. Uh, the the um, like the improvements were cool. The the um, Graphics were better, even though it was still kind of like a fire of the game. Um, I like the monastery stuff, um, even though I did find that at points being a little tedious, but overall I think it was cool. Um, fire Emblem always nails like the characters you play with way out of the fucking park. Um, I thought every um, every uh, class was cool besides the fucking, uh, fucking yellow deer, because they're fucking dumb. Golden deer. Golden deer was great. No, they're fucking yeah. lame idiots. Golden so, deer were incredible. No, the, every, everybody else besides the golden deer were, were really cool. Now that characters. I've listened to more Game of the Year stuff, there's more people out there who are like, yeah, if, if you didn't play as golden deer, you missed out on like so much stuff. Yeah, you're a bunch of, and I'm like, bunch of come on. I have heard like, that that is like the the one to play through, truthfully, but they're, yeah. they're I bad ain't, and stupid. I ain't doing that all, all again, so. Idiot. idiot I would love to, but I'm just not, you know, yeah. Going to do that anytime soon, but fuck man, um, black, I, I black like eagle whole, death squad for life. Let's go. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like the I like the whole you know you pick your your class like that was really cool. Um, I like the whole recruiting system like kind of get people over to you. You know that stuff is great. I like the whole professor student concept. The story was awesome start to finish. Um, it probably was my it's probably my second favorite Fire Emblem uh, since Awakening. Um, so like the more recent Fire Emblems, including the re releases. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I would agree that's with that. that is my take on it. This was my first, um, Fire Emblem game ever. Never played them on the other handheld, uh, listened to you guys slappy gums about this series uh, a lot and, um, decided to take the plunge. Um, I think we were all away on a trip together and it was like you yeah. two, uh, our friend, friend of the show, Brad. Brad, and, um, like y'all just wouldn't shut up about it. So I decided to just fucking make the move. And um, this game was so good. I, like, really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, and I certainly will play. The, I'm a Fire Emblem fan now through and through. I will certainly play, you know, every other installment in the series. Yeah. So, I, I started, like, a sickness. It's great. I love it. Yeah, you yeah, know, Pat, Pat got me on it originally. I I always wanted to play Awakening, but Pat kind of, like, got me to, like, I, well, I borrowed his copy. So I think I, like, I, think I like, forced my copy. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. I've I learned a lesson, and I we've talked about this a lot. But I have to come out and say it again that um, I, I still don't know what side of the fence I fall on. If you should play permadeath or if you, you should or you shouldn't, <laughs> because like now that I think we're back gonna, we're on it, we're gonna talk about this I, for fucking four hours. Well, I just want to make a quick note on it. Relax. Like 
like at the time it was like just gut wrenching like investing 20 to like 40 hours into like one specific character level them up and then just making that wrong move like in the chess match of like the battlefield and then just like you know they even give you a fucking time like rewind mechanic and then like not being able to do it enough because like you put them in such a bad position and you lose them and then you're like so upset about it and then like just it added so much more to the gameplay which like I, I-, I thought was fucking awesome so like now moving forward like I feel like I commit like I've committed to just this like this way of life with permadeath and fire emblem games where it's like at the same time like no like bernadetta no (laughs) before before pat has any fucking thoughts on this this topic (laughs) i want to i want i want to put out there his entire fucking team in awakening that are all dead now and yo and it was that's what happened in three houses because because we fucking we did it we had one hell we had one hell of a ride (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I don't want to talk about <laughs> That's it. He, he <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's right though. And that's why you play permadeath. <laughs> we Yeah, we made it through all that. We made it through thick and thin, kid, and then we got to the end and that shit was just like it's all or nothing, bro. We got to do this shit and fucking I had to make sacrifices, dude. I had to do it. Yeah. I I- <laughs> I'm I'm losing it over here. Oh, that was so good. He's not wrong. I lost so many, so so many kids. At the I end lost of three no, none of my children because I'm I'm not a fucking monster. Oh, I didn't either, oh. actually. By the time I finished that giant monster dragon lady, I lost a lot of people. <laughs> we we <laughs> did it though. Oh man, uh, you, you have any thoughts on this before we move on? No, nah, I mean I would say that in this game it's a little like less consequential because you do have that like time mechanic. So, like, if you do get yourself in a sticky situation, you can back out of it, kind of. Yeah, true. Um, or you can just save so, like, Scum if you really want. Or, yeah, I mean, realistically, in this in this particular Fire Emblem, the permadeath mechanic isn't so daunting, I guess. I guess it kind of made it a little bit more accessible for people that wanted to try it, um, which is fine. Sure. Okay. But if you play it without permadeath, <laughs> you're wrong. You're weak-minded. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Wolfenstein Youngblood July 26th didn't play this this would be my second most, most disappointing. disappointing game of uh, what year was it 2018 what year was it just for the past year <clears throat> says Andrew um, <laughs> dude I've skipped ahead in my head I've been 29 for the past like two months I'm not 29 yet <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I'm 29, 29 in like two weeks I'm with Andrew yeah but I'm just uh, this Wolfenstein was super disappointing Part of me has wanted to go back because I heard that, like, it does... There is, like, a bit of a payoff with the characters story-wise. Um, but, like, getting to that point just seems, like, v- just just such a bummer because... Not worth yeah, it for me. I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to fall into that. I mean, it looks really great. It plays really well on PC. Um, but that's kind of it. I mean, besides, like, you know, the characters being a little bit unique, just, like, the gameplay moment-to-moment stuff, which is the way it was structured. Um, constantly revisiting old areas... Just not being like a, a true linear Wolfenstein experience. Um, them trying to like shake, you know, kind of change the the you know what they were doing in previous uh, games. Just it didn't work. It didn't it just missed the mark entirely. Agreed. I really don't have anything else to add. The sisters were cool, like the, as characters. I did like From them. Everything I've heard is that like the beginning, like the first like hour or so with them, is like one of the better like parts yeah. of the game because like they're 
like they're kind of just wacky mm-hmm. and like the first time they kill a Nazi and like one of them throws up and like all that. Yeah, and there's like, more like, there's more wacky like, fun shit like cutscene wise like throughout the game and especially at the end like yeah. I've heard like it's like pretty fucking wild like you know like what happens at the end and very much like in tune with like you know the series and like where it goes with like you know some of the crazier shit but just getting to that point is just like no don't th- don't think yeah. that's gonna happen yeah. should just been a single player game like straight up linear front to back that's what yeah i mean if it wolfenstein has always been you know mm-hmm. and and i feel like wolfenstein is not the ip to try and change in that way yeah i mean i hope personally. i know we're gonna get a, a third wolfenstein and i really hope that they don't try to like you know double down on this weird yeah. structure like i just yeah i'm you know i'm usually not one to like you know gang up on a publisher or developer but like with the rat with the with how things have been going with bethesda lately not I'm not a like, great year for them i'm like on on the fence like i don't know what wolfenstein 3 is gonna be like Ooh. yeah but I, I don't have anything else to say cool. about it <clears throat> remnant from the ashes august 20th this was my sleeper hit yeah i think it was all of our sleeper hits yeah um i i only know about this game because people kept like tweeting at me and the rest of the game ranks crew to like make a video about it and that's what kind of the before you buy fell into my lap and i was like i had to be the one to do it and i honestly didn't want to like at all um and then i did and i was like oh shit this is like really good yeah and you know for those who don't know what it is it's, it's essentially a dark souls game but instead of melee con- combat it's a third person shooter and it has roguelike elements kind of where um yeah, where the map is, like, dynamically generated, and because it's dynamically generated, you can actually miss out on certain weapons and boss fights, and that's kind of what pushes you to jump into someone else's game because their world might have yeah. that boss fight mm-hmm. or that weapon. And th- that was really cool. You could tell that that's, that was, like, their fucking genius idea, and they ran with it, and they made it work. Yeah, it was, such a, dynamically it was generated such a cool idea. World. Yeah. Yeah, especially for someone like you, Dan, who, like, I know that, like, after you, like, you love helping people out in Dark yeah. Souls. So it was kind of cool that they gave you even more of a reason to yeah. do that. Besides you just working towards, um, what do they call them? Not factions, not guilds in Dark Souls. What are they? In um, what game are we talking covenants. about? Covenants. In Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Covenants, yeah. Covenants, yeah. So it, it's, like, in, in Dark Souls, like, that's really the only benefit is, like, ranking up a covenant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, so it's cool other, that here it's, it's yeah. like, a physical... Like, here, look, you have, like, because that's how I got one of my, like, one of, like, my favorite weapons was from someone else. I'm pretty sure that gun was, you old, you're you still the only one with that fucking gun to this day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I, I played through some of those sections, like, like, fucking nine times, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, you definitely, like, you played most of that game co-op. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, think I played I any, of that, any of that game solo between, yeah, play with, I, think, I played a bunch with Andrew, because I, I, he was father, and I, me and you played a ton, Pat, yeah. and I played a bunch with Brian, and I read Cody through... 80% of that game by myself. You I, didn't know, I didn't know Cody I think played we it. we beat it in my game. Like, that was yeah. your first time beating it. It was with me. Yeah, I don't. I technically didn't um, beat it in my game, but we, you know, yeah. same fucking thing, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was... I actually was... didn't finish it, because I think the last boss is bullshit. Wait, so, didn't, we, no, didn't we beat it for you? <clears throat> you didn't beat it for no. me. Uh, no. It was well, me and you. Dan, me I and you beat it. I thought we beat Andrews. We didn't beat Andrews for No. No, you guys tried. Me and you beat it. Yeah. Me and you beat it, Dan. And I said it wasn't worth it. I think of the way that we both spec our characters is like worked so out well. I, I don't. I mean, in terms of and specking then, characters, I mean, I spec my characters uh, very. I, I it was the guns. I don't think. I don't think it was the character. That's we, what it was. The guns, and we spec ourselves towards like crit damage. Yeah, and I spec well, myself to go, to go crit, with the guns. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is my biggest complaint to Remnick because like I really did enjoy it. Um, 
but ultimately I feel like the random role structure of the worlds, you know, like I think that's really unique, but you know, for someone like me, and <clears throat> I'm sure this happened to plenty of other players too, like I missed out on a lot of the like equipment that ultimately helped you guys finish the game. Like I just didn't have the, the right tools to finish the last boss because of like that, the difficulty spike. Yeah. You kind of handicap yourself a little bit, which sucks because like, like I, mean, I didn't I'm, handicap I'm, myself I, at all. I didn't have access to any of those weapons. I mean, no, no, that's... No, no, well, no, no. I meant like you, you, you didn't actually mean to handicap yourself. You were handicapped because the game by is the, the game, way it is. yeah, there's the way yeah. it is. I mean, like which, if... which is unfortunate because you definitely you're de you can't be the only one <laughs> who ended up in that situation. Yeah, you know, because unless yeah, you no, want to, the game is definitely built with assuming that you're going to jump into other people's worlds. And like, yeah. like and that's I, how the yeah, game is made. I mean, and they also did the re-roll world mechanic, yeah. not re-roll character. True, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I could. So that was the point of. Of the and game, I, I've you know, thought about it before, like, if I could find the time to re-roll my world and, like, you know, go and, and find those bosses that I didn't get to go against, like, the one that dropped the, you know, the assault rifle for you or that, like, crazy hand cannon that you had, Dan. Like, there was just, like, stuff that you got from, from bosses and having to do other bosses certain ways to get those drops, yeah. you know, to craft those weapons. Like, I missed out on yeah. that entirely just because of the way my game mm -hmm. was rolled. So, I think that, you, never, you know. You never got that, like, laser beam thing that no. I had? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I really, had like nothing. Like, yeah, he, I mean, like... He really got the short of the stick. And I looked up, like, a guide. Like, I had the majority of, like, the armor mods, and there was, like, the uh, class ability mods and stuff. So, like, mm -hmm. I just happened to get a world that was rolled specifically for all those item drops and not, you know, more of the weapon stuff. Not, like, the weapon. Yeah, so, I mean, like, just, like, you know, it's a dice roll, essentially. So, <clears throat> I think that, it, you know, in terms of it's, like, the theory behind it is super unique, and I like the that concept. I think it's awesome. But it ultimately can, you know, that with a dice roll, you know, you can get a, you know, a good roll or a bad roll, and I just didn't get a good one, so. Yeah. That's my only gripe with it. All, other than that, I mean, yeah. I just, you know, I, 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 I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah we all put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Okay, Ooh, moving on. What's next? <clears throat> Control, August 27th. Ooh, ooh. I think this is everybody. Ooh. I think all of us are on the same boat here. <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. Great, great, great. loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, I always thought it was like a Remedy Greatest Hits where you kind of feel a little bit from Max Payne, little, Alan little Wake, little and Quantum Break. Yeah. yeah. And I really, I, I feel like they've been like building towards something like this their whole career, honestly. Yeah. And I think this is like, a re um a remedy ass remedy game and mm -hmm. i mean that in the best way um yeah but they nailed it in almost yeah. like every aspect like i've never yeah. played a game where like i was so like it, mm -hmm. it, infatuated with finding just like random you know notes and and tapes and mm -hmm. things like that like that's yeah from the start to finish that that was really cool like i really i really can't think of say like besides like maybe some of the combat like the difficulty spikes and the checkpoints um weren't great it didn't run great on consoles but like Minor gripes, like, start to finish, control is such a solid fucking game. Like, they yep. really nail almost everything they set out to do. You know, Jesse Fadian's mm -hmm. a pretty cool protagonist. The yep. the world they build is, is it's it's so, like, it, it's like they really thought this through. Like, you know, like, there's no yeah. part of, like, their world yeah. and, like, the lore that, like, mm -hmm. really isn't, like, doesn't really make sense. Like, everything really connects together pretty well. Yeah. As long as you believe it. to stop it. you really quick, it's the world, that right there, like, the, the, um, the last house, is that what it's called, yeah. right? The... No, uh, no, not the last house. Oldest house. The oldest house. The oldest last house was oldest like a character. Houses, houses, whatever. Yeah. whatever. Well, well like, that's like that. where the game takes place is like a character in itself mm -hmm. to an extent, you know? And, oh, and, and yeah. that was like, yeah. And that's what's really fucking like, I think that was one of the coolest things about it was like, oh, like this, this is always changing and yeah. you're always learning new stuff about this. And like, 
remember getting that document of a picture of it like in manhattan like that image is still like ingrained in my fucking head like i'll never i don't think i'll ever get that out of my head and i i don't know man like i don't know i just thought it was like really cool like yo look look what's hiding in plain sight yeah and nobody fucking sees it i, I don't know picture Andrew's like on his deathbed like his grandkids all around his bed like granddaddy what are you thinking about uh, oldest house <sighs> no i say last house and someone goes <laughs> like i still like, can't yeah, get it right and looks and goes, <laughs> oh, three, and of, the three of us uh, are in there the yeah. three of us are in that hospital room and we're like the oldest house. <laughs> he's like, oh. Yeah, I liked it so much. I need all the DLC to come out right now because I want to yeah. play more. I'm waiting. It. I'm like I'm waiting for all of it. I'm going to do it all at once. So it's like I get a whole brand new I, game. I will, well, I I'm going to only... be super patient and play right away. Yeah. I want to say only two of the things that they showed on the roadmap are like actual like. They've already released thing. something. Yeah, the first thing we got stuff. already. It's yeah. like a. Yeah. It's like a combat arena so. thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, just, I guess just to put my two cents in there, it's just game was fucking awesome um yep. i loved everything like all of the the lore and the way everything connected was just fucking great mm-hmm. um sam lake is a crazy person that's fine with me if he keeps making shit like this <laughs> like, he's, he's up there with he hideo wants. kojima for me man like yeah. yeah um i think you know hideo kojima like i like his games a lot but he his shit can get a little uh a little hideo too kojima. much up its own ass little, <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Sam, like, he, he does a better job of, like, kind of making everything a little bit more cohesive and, like, just... Yeah. Not, I mean, maybe not make sense, but, no. like... A lot of, kind of, a lot of the it didn't make sense, but thing. it was just so... That's what I'm saying. It, between it, its delivery... It's presented yeah, in a way. That's, like, that yeah. makes it, like, mm-hmm. make, kind of makes Hideo sense. Hideo Kojima gives you, like, too much. Yeah. And, and he just drops... Sam, like, gives you just, like, just enough where it's like, okay, this is still fucking mysterious. Yeah, he gives you, like, like threads I kind of get it. And then, like, you know, you kind of just keep going. And I think this is, like, peak... Peak him... Like doing just wild shit, mm-hmm. and yep. I think that's great because the, it it turned out fucking awesome. And I, I hope you know there's like like a rumor going around that like one of the DLCs ties into Alan Wake. Um, it seems very likely that that is the case. Uh, Hell but fucking yeah, dude! If can't wait. You know, if they if he finds a way to like so you know excited. incorporate all like. If he makes this all like the control universe or whatever the fuck, like if he can incorporate like quantum break in there, like with all like that wild shit and like even somehow get fucking Max Payne in there, like something like I just think that I, I think that would be fucking awesome. And, yeah, agreed. Um, I think they like with this they really really kind of laid the groundwork for stuff like that, and I'm excited to see like what else they do because I don't know it, the game was so good. Like all you need to play this game for is the Ashtray Maze. Yep. Oh, I mean, I mean, that's there's it. a lot. The extra base is great. <laughs> no, I know. There's, there's a awesome. lot of other things. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, and there's tons of other shit in there. That's all. Like, but Dan you know, was saying the finding like a lot of the uh, objects of power. Those, those that was like my favorite aspect of the game. Um, I think the the ending. Um, you know, there was like some weird issues with like the, <sighs> uh, the difficulty, like spike at the end there, and the checkpoint really wasn't so hot. Um, but I mean, like if you just power through that shit, it's um. You know, like the the way it wraps up and yeah, <clears throat> kind of leaves things like you know left leaves you to explore and leaves it open for DLC is is really great. Um, I I super 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 like this game. So yeah, there was just I don't know, there's just so much shit in that game that like I could that we could like tear into. But yeah, we'll we'll keep chugging along yeah, here. No, Dan Astral Chain, August thirtieth. You're the only one that beat that this. was on someone's someone else's list. Who I, put that on the list? I played some of it. I also played some of it, but it I'm, we're getting to the point now where I just I'm not going to drag anything out any much longer because we're it's uh Hit two hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Astral Chain. Uh, it was good. Um, it was uh, I I liked it. Like I didn't love it. 
Um, it has a pretty generic kind of like anime story where you kind of like saw what was coming from a mile away. Um, your protagonist is, is one of those nice men who don't sing, stay a single word, but is like the hero of savior of every single person. He's nice. It's true. <laughs> um, he's a police. He's a policeman. Um, I like the combat. I like the concept is cool. Um, you know, uh, with like the whole thing with with your um, your little buddies. I can't think of their fucking names right now. Little buddies. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I thought the ones that had that in the game were different enough that the combat felt different. I still think that the game would have benefited more from like a Pokemon take on it where the, like, there's just a ton of different ones and you can catch them and use them but rather than like five specific ones that you have the environments uh, were very samey that they got a little little much towards the end um, but yeah it would look cool like the art style was great um, it's, yeah, it's very it's stylish <clears throat> it's very stylish it's um you know it's uh it's a platinum game it's you know so it's 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 right up there with like those kind of flashy games like that um, probably not I didn't know that was a platinum it's pretty it is yeah um, I, I think I would have. It probably would have grabbed me more if the combat was more like a platinum game, like like wacky, like fucking like air juggling people and like. Doing yeah, all yeah, it's not that. The combat does get pretty wacky once you unlock more of the, uh, whatever these fucking things are called. That I can't think of right now. Uh, all your little robot friends. Like, once you get more of those, um, the combat really does kind of open up a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, it it, it it never really went to the point where I I, I was like a, like loved it, but like I was. Like you know, I I liked it a good amount. Um, also, you don't want to play that fucking game on on handheld, or your switch will like melt in your hands because there's so much <laughs> shit going on on the screen. But um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Hell yeah, Blair Witch, August thirtieth. Uh, very disappointing. I was more excited for this because um, I like Blair Witch a lot. Um, you know, I'm still kind of a sucker for found footage films, even though those are so overdone now. Yeah, um, big big fan of found. Footage. Yeah, you know, it's like if someone's found footage, I'll, yeah. I'll be interested enough to like check it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty interested when this was uh, when this was announced. Uh, trailer was cool. It's just it's it doesn't look good. It doesn't play that good. Like there's there's like weird combat sequences in the game that did not need to be there. You know, like in the fucking first Blade Witch, you're not fighting these fucking monsters in the woods, but in this one you are for some fucking reason. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, the story was okay. Um, like there wasn't really, it wasn't really that scary that like, there was no real scare, like not even, it wasn't even like, like there was no real jump scares, but there was no real like tense moments either. Like it was kind of, I don't know. I like the, I like the mechanic with the dog is kind of like the, who like is like, he's not affected by like all of the, like the supernatural shit that's happened around you. Um, I was kind of like how the story was really like, they doubled down on like, there is a, wo- uh, there is an actual witch who's an actual person who's living in these woods and is doing this to you. So I kind of like liked how they did. They kind of like made that not a mystery anymore. That's actually what's happening. Um, it's short. It's on Game Pass. Like you know, if you're someone who likes horror or Blair Witch, it's probably worth it to spend five hours with it. You know, that's why I played it. I probably, I would have been upset if I bought it, but for for Game Pass, <laughs> it's it's worth it. But um, but yeah, that's. I'm not gonna say too much more about it. Okay, Dark Pictures, Man of Medan, August thirtieth. Um, it was good. Um, I... How was the writing? A, the writing was atrocious. <laughs> um, what was... Oh, uh, medium bro. Uh, yeah, you you leveled up to yeah. medium bro. You, level, you leveled up to medium bro is an actual line in that fucking game. Is that game. an actual line? Yeah. At the, at, 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 Pat, like, at the end of the fucking game, like, the last, like, three sentences of dialogue, 
Like he says, he calls him his, his brother, little brother, the entire game. And he's like, "You did pretty good, little little bro. I think you might have uh, upgraded to medium, bro." And then like they, <laughs> and then like they sail off into the sunset. Like it's that bad, you know. Oh, no. But like the you know the whole until dawn thing, where like different things are affecting different things. Like that's all there. That's all pretty good. Not as good as until dawn, but it bodes well for the the future uh, games in the anthology, uh, the Dark Pictures anthology. Um, this one could be better. I had a lot of fun playing through it with um, uh, Matt, friend of the show. Um, I, like I said, I would p- gladly play with any one of you guys if you ever want to. Um, uh, you know, I don't want to fucking play anything with you. Oh uh, well, <laughs> all right. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it, it's cool. It, you know, if you like Until Dawn, you'll still get a kick out of this. I think it's pretty cheap. I think it's twenty bucks. So, you know, I won't say too much more. All right, River City Girls, September fifth. That's me. Um, I uh, I just gave me a lot. It was cool. I played it on Switch. Um, I haven't really like played a like a side scroll like a, like an old school beat 'em up in a long time. So it was cool to like get in on this game, and it had like you know it has like good on this game on this game this game. Um, it's got like a bunch of personality. Like it's just it was it was a good time. Um. Played like an old school beat 'em up, like you know, it had pretty tough boss fights, like those fucking games. Like, you know, it was like you know, it was just a fun time. Um, not really much else to go from there. I just kind of move on. <laughs> I want to play this. Play it's it's cool. Really it's yeah, it looks cool. It's also I would like to try it. it's also fun, like couch co op. Like if like Andy, like if you want to get Sam, that. if you want to get like Sam to play with you or something, like that is a thing that can happen, or like you know, and it's fun. That is a thing that um, could happen. <laughs> Both uh, both characters play like you know pretty significantly different. Like after you beat the game, you unlock two other characters. So like you can like there's a lot of there's a, a lot of replayability, which is it's cool. been on my, it's been on my radar since you brought it up to me. Actually. It's fun. Same. Yeah, it, yeah. I've, I've been thinking about it since you, you brought it up. So it's, uh, it's a good time. All right, <clears throat> creature in the well, September sixth. Ooh, my little robot pinball boy. Uh, it, my little robot. It was sure was, was cool. It was different. Um, you know, I I I liked it a lot. It's it's not it, it, it's it, the mechanic is super weird. Some people are gonna hate it. I hated it at first. Once I finally got the hang of it, I liked it a lot more. Um, Would you play this Switch on handheld? Did you? How how did you? How, so like just I'm sorry to like kind of break your train of thought, sorry. but like did it did it control well with the little little nubbies? Yeah, like it, it was it was passable. Not selling me on it. Like like, like it worked. Like I, they were, <laughs> it, it was one of those things where like in the beginning, like there was definitely some parts where I was like, this would be better on a better controller. But like I never really like was like I never like maybe want to stop playing and just kind of like maybe a couple extra tries to get something down. Um, you know, it, I I did try to play it on my TV a couple times, but just not it's not the type of game that I want to like hook up and get my pro controller yeah. and everything. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think it's fine. I think it's, it's, it's good. I mean, like I said, if you, if you want to play on your pro controller, it'd probably be better, but, um, yeah. but no, it's cool. The story is kind of cool. The whole dynamic with like the, with the creature in the well and like you and like the story, there's more of a cool story behind it. Creature in there. Yeah. Right. Who, who would have guessed? Um, the whole story behind it is like better than it should be. Like, it's like more intriguing than like you would think a game like that would be, but for a small game, like fifteen dollar, you know, indie game, yeah. it's, it you really can't go wrong. I, I liked it a lot. Also on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so right. yeah, I I've guess been it's on. To play it, so. It's on other yeah. consoles. I probably yeah. I guess if you're gonna play this and you're not like someone who like wants to play it on a handheld, pick it up on Xbox, or a PC. I have it. I I have it on Switch, and it's my. It's. I think it's gonna. It's gonna come after 
Blasphemous, which I plan on starting. Oh, good, 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 good. Now that I beat Resident Evil. Yeah, those, are, those are two very good games. Yeah. Hell yeah, Ooh, Gears no. of War. Unless you have more Gears to say Gears of War 5, September 10th. Gears 5. Gears 5, Brian. Eat my ass. <laughs> uh, this game is great. <laughs> Story was great. I think most of this game is great. What don't you like about the game? Uh, I think the whole desert area should have just been chopped and not been there because I thought it was bad. I I didn't really love the open areas either. Like I I don't. I like the I like the snow one a lot. Eh. That's because you you just like desert yourself one, some sad but... snow. I I do, <laughs> but I liked it there, and I just didn't. I don't know. Maybe I think I just I wish there was, was a little something bit about more the desert one. I was like, all right. In terms of like, like I'm done with. I this. like the the open world concept, and I like the the skiff. I thought that was like a really cool like transportation mechanic. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. I just hated the desert. Yeah, first I really I hated I the did. the yeah. visual style of the red sand and stuff, and like I just. I say I like the way it looked. At first, I wasn't crazy about it. It definitely grew on me. Um, and also in that section, having that like crazy lightning storm was like r- a really cool set piece. And like the mm-hmm. what you do in that area, like building the train and stuff. But like just the side story stuff, just to get the upgrades for Jack. Like I felt like there there could have been something a little bit more fleshed out in these open world areas, and not just like oh here you you uh, and I think they definitely said this on Giant Bomb, and I definitely like and you know kind of like stealing their thunder here a little bit, but I, I agreed to, with it a lot. Um, but it's essentially just like hey like here's an open world area, like you just race to something in this spot, and it just turns into like a, a little mini Gears of War level that you just play through just to get mm-hmm. like you know a, a you know yeah. a, like a somewhat maybe meaningful upgrade not anything that really is like an exposition to the story or just like it's you know just like a little side thing that just adds like to the to you know add some fat to the game time wise you know like it's it could have been a bit linear and you still would have it got the same experience yeah just to play devil's advocate here what do you think they could have put in those open areas that would have fleshed that out a well little like bit? i don't know i i get because I mean, like realistically, like in a in that like that type of a game where it's not like this fucking grand scale war that's happening like all over the place, like you know, it, it, there's gonna be small skirmishes and encounters like in certain areas. So I don't know. Like I didn't mind. I think them. it was more of he meant how it was laid well, out. Yeah, because it's like jarring to go from open area to here's a mini. Well, no, yes or no? Because they funnel they funnel you into um, things. Which so is like sure. specifically for the desert area. Like you have to go from point A to B because you're like you're doing the whole thing with the train, you know, and like the, to build mm-hmm. the rocket. Like so, it's like if they just like kind of like instead of you know the side stuff being basic. Not I'm not gonna say it's meaningless because like you do get upgrade materials and stuff. But like instead of you just having to go to this like you know whatever plant to get the next thing for the rocket, it's like oh you got to go here to get like a module that like ultimately adds to like the main stuff that you're doing. You know, not just like oh, if I go over here and fight all these bad guys, I get like a like um what what were the old weapons called? The um, you get like a, a relic weapon, relics. like oh that's cool. But like you know, they could have just done, like you know put more stuff along the map and throughout these open worlds that like added to your main mission objective. So you're 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 saying incorporate more like actual story elements into the open areas rather than like the little side. Bingo. Areas. That's it. Okay, <laughs> which is fine. I can I can agree with cool. that completely. Um. But I, like a lot of the arguments that I'm hearing about like these open areas is that they were just empty, which is all right, fine. They were. I get it, and that there was 
nothing like that they were like uninteresting and blah 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 whatever which was like i think jeff's main argument from giant bomb like that was his main argument yeah, he hates they were uninteresting and there was nothing going on um so okay I, I can understand but they were also used as like a vehicle for story yeah mainly when you're on like the, skiff area, and like stuff, ride yeah. the skiff all that kind of stuff um i would rather that than fucking walking down a hallway with my fingers to my ear slowly um, yeah, I think they could just been a little bit smaller. I mean, look at Metro. Metro had small open areas, and they were perfect. They never felt too big. They never felt too small. There was always something I in mean, like every nook and cranny. Here, it was just the mini skirmishes and like a few relic weapons that were just kind of like in a weird spot. You know, like I think if they if they big. made them a little no, they were too. That's the thing I'm they saying. They were big, but you you're they that too fucking big skiff is, that skiff is so fast that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you <laughs> like, did you did. Yeah, I know. You if if you're gonna make something, yeah, but if you're gonna make no it that big, like, put something there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know? again, like, like I don't know my... what, I don't know what they could have done other than <sighs> exactly. So then they should have just been. I'm not saying drastically smaller, just like a little bit smaller, enough for you to get from point A to point B, get that narrative that you need, like the conversation on the the skiff. Other, you know, like that's yeah, really. That, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not talking like a major downscale. I definitely get what you're saying, bit. Andrew, because in like that huge, the first no. area with like the ice and like it looks awesome. I loved like the aesthetic of it, but like yeah. you race across this like frozen lake and like you go to a little like side area because there's like the white flags or whatever, and they kind of like identify it like you know over the comms or whatever. Like, oh, we should check that out. And then like you fight through some bad guys and you just got like you know a relic weapon or just like an upgrade thing, and then you got to race across the the giant ice you know frozen lake yeah. again and then like that's where you start like the story stuff so like if they just tightened that area up a little bit you know i think the the experience could have been just a little bit more straightforward um but I, you know yeah, exactly like yeah i'm not i'm not minor like, my, we're splitting hairs know, here trying to yeah. dog you know yeah i'm not trying to shit all, I, like, I like little open areas i think it's a cool way to change up the pace of a game it's just i thought they were a little too big for what they um, were yeah for what was all for there what they were. yeah yeah, I get it, that. Th there should have been more to find, or it should have just been a little bit more condensed. Like I said, Metro, Exodus, perfect. They got it. Like, except like that, that robot. That's I think that's how you it's can robot. Except the robot, but that's just Metro controls. Can we um in every aspect? And I don't want to just like kind of spearhead the conversation in one direction here, but can we please talk about? how good the decision you have to make is with those characters oh man yeah. oh my god that's yeah one of the best narrative decisions i think i I've was ever not expecting that in, like yeah no yeah I wasn't and i think that's it. what it was yeah you weren't expecting, expecting it to either. happen i still and regret my decision <laughs> i'm gonna go full spoilers i'm gonna go full spoilers right now and uh, i think that the the death of uh fucking dell is the canon death personally um, really, I I, I I see it as the opposite. <laughs> Dan's I, little head I shake. Like, I personally feel like I feel like <laughs> Dell was the one that was supposed to die because the like the the relationship that him and Kate that him and Kate developed throughout the mm -hmm. game. Um, that that is more that that death is more weighty. Um, really? Yeah, but I, when you kill JD and you got to deal yeah. with Marcus, JD, and then that that well, that like not, yeah, not even Marcus, but also he redeemed himself. He's like, hey, I'm not yes. a dick anymore. And then it's like, okay, cool, but now your yeah, neck but, is like, gone. It was like con it was like convenient. <laughs> like he conveniently redeemed himself, and like you yeah. have more you have more sympathy for Marcus than you do for JD. Well, like you feel. I don't know. Like you did. You, you yeah. did like, play. Like you're. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like you're kind of you forgetting did. about the previous entry in the series where you no, play I, as JD I, the entire time. Like. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I completely agree like, with you. But JD is a completely uninteresting character in four. He was like in five. Like a, he is. In, yeah. In the beginning, he's not. Like when you find out what he does and all that shit. Like yes. that was like a pretty cool I revelation. And I think that. 
that's tough. He was no. Kind of, he was he was. I thought he was like, way whatever. more interesting in, in five than he was yes. in four. In I thought four, four he's kind of like whatever. Um, he was just like, he's a, like here's a man. Yeah, he was just kind of like a vehicle to 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 tell a story and, and, to, and to reintroduce Marcus Phoenix, Phoenix. personally. It yeah, was very like, much like we don't want you to play as Marcus. So here's here, his son. Do this. Here you go. Who happens <laughs> yeah. to play a lot? So like, and then like, and in Gears yeah. Five, like you know, at the beginning, and like they kind of misdirect you, and you're like, yeah, you're playing as JD again. Like, and it's like, all right, fine, whatever. And then, then for a majority of the game, you're Kate, which is great. I thought that mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, she's um, great. Yeah, she's really cool. The fact that he just, the fact that like they kind of dive into like kind of how shitty JD was at the beginning of five, like what happened between four and five. He's pretty much a shithead. But then he, like, conveniently redeems himself at the end, and then, like, whatever, which is, again, fine, like, however they want to do it. But, per like, Dell Del dying and the impact it has on both of them, like, JD and Kate, I think, <clears throat> like, outweighs JD I, dying. When, well, JD think, dies, like, though, and you have the, the final sequence where, like, Marcus and all the boys are, like, you know, mm-hmm. having their hoorah, it adds- and he... It adds more yeah, weight to like that Marcus like, head waving nod, her waving her yes, over. Like it, when you yes. when Dell dies and like she gets that wave over, it's kind of just like, huh? Like that's weird. Like, no, but I, when I, it's I JD, it's like, oh fuck, that was really important. You know, like, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I do. Um, I just, you know, and like the 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 threads are kind of laying out there with like the way the um, the swarm works and like how they can kind of like take a person and like kind of like what they did with kate's mom and they like kind of like mutated her and like made her like the new queen she's and all horrible like, i yeah i yeah. feel like i feel like with gear six they're gonna they're gonna incorporate something like either at the beginning of the game they're gonna ask you who you killed in four in, uh, in five or they'll like ask you to like add like to integrate your save and like that whatever character you killed is going to become like a major boss fight or something yeah. And I think that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that, so I'm hyped for Gears <clears throat> Six after five. Same. Uh, they're, yeah. they're they're laying out th- they're laying out threads that could lead to some really cool shit. Definitely. So I also was... just want to give kudos to that team for like making it pretty accessible. If even if you didn't play like Gears One, Two, and Three, mm-hmm. like because I only played one and like some of two. Mm-hmm. I don't really consider myself like a Gears of War fan at all, but um. I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed Gears Five as someone that doesn't really care about the series and the characters in it. Yeah. Um, we spent a real long time on that. So All right, Monster Hunter Iceborne, September sixth. And I'm not going to try to. I'm trying to try not to spend a huge, huge amount of time on this. I've not. Um, I haven't. I just. I like just started playing Iceborne like within the last week. Um, like actually, like really started like getting into it. Um. They add a lot of really nice things to the game, aside from, like, the whole new area with all these new monsters and stuff. Like, there's a lot of, like, small changes that they made to, like, some of the weapons. Like, uh, like Andrew, I know you use the Switch Axe a lot when you played. Um, and they, like, they, so no, they like, added... Only weapon to use. <clears throat> so they added a... You remember that like, that wild swing move that you used to do where you just, like, swing the axe, like, kind of, like... Yeah, and, you, and if you kept timing it, you kept you'd keep, like, yeah, doing so, it, right? So they added like a finisher to that where he'll do like a like a quick like like a, like a final hit and then he does like an overhead slam. So like they added like small things to each of the weapons to like kind of refresh them, freshen them up a little bit, which is really nice. Um, and then you know just the new area with like you know you get you get like a whole new rank now. You got master rank with like which comes with all these new gear and all these new weapons and all this new shit. So you know there's a lot of cool things that they added. Um, 
that's about it really i mean i i tried i started using a, a new weapon because i played the entirety of the base game with, yeah i probably would have done the single, same thing with a single weapon, like, change so it up to, decided to go with something else just to switch it up a little bit um and i'm having a lot of fun uh like it i played it for most of my day today and i kind of just want to go back and do more of it pat i'm um, happy to hear that for you one time right before i i, I we missed this on the list uh blasphemous is after this oh and that would have been on my pets list so we can talk about that quick um it came out this uh september 13th um yeah it was blasphemous was awesome um it's uh it's a platformer I don't know what uh, side scrolling RPG like with type like of game. Souls elements. Yeah, it was Souls elements. It's cool. It's a very uh, heavy religious undertones. We both both of us played it pretty recently, so we've talked about it a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts. We don't have to go over too much of it. Um, I know you you beat it like like two weeks ago. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I beat it about a month ago, but it was uh, it was really good. Um, it was it's definitely up there uh, with like Souls like type of games for me. Um, it's definitely up there in my like maybe not cracking my top five, but like you know up there for me for sure. Um. Yeah, I like to lie. I, I, I mean, that's my really only big, big, yeah, I mean, big complaint is that it, it, it's like kind of hard. Like, it's certain yeah, spots. Yeah, it, it can be it can be challenging, and I I, I did like the game ultimately. Um, there were yeah, you know, a couple of like roadblocks that I hit that were like fucking like almost infuriating. Mm-hmm. That like to the point where like I had to put the game down. I'm a cu- I times, would love to but... see the areas you're talking about because the really only one major like area or thing that happened where I was like ready to throw my switch against the wall was the last boss of the entire game. I don't know. Maybe maybe next time we like hang out or something. I'll, yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious. Like what? Like uh, you know, what section? You know, because I'll show you what. There's definitely some that like. Uh, fucking... There's definitely some like, especially in like the lower right. Uh, I forgot the areas now, but like the lower right sections where like everything is in this exact spot to fuck you. Like everything yeah. is right there, like specifically to fuck you up. But yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, and go too much on more. Yeah, I, I yeah, I guess next time we're together, I'll I'll show sure. you like specific. All right, Brad. Sorry, Borderlands Three, September thirteenth. Oh shit! Yeah, that game. Did anyone yeah, even really is, uh, put that much time into it? <clears throat> I I really wish I this game could have hooked me, um, because like I, I mean I think I mean maybe this is like the answer. Like Borderlands is just not for me, because uh, I don't want to say that this game was disappointing. Because like I do think that it it's they they delivered on exactly what they said they were going to. So it's definitely just a me problem with Borderlands Three. I just couldn't get into it. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually, I didn't finish it either. I played a lot of it. I, I think I got through like half of it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think a lot of what pulled me through, um, Borderlands 2 was the, the story and like the, the actual villain that you were dealing with, like was just really good and like everything like, you know, granted, yes, is like the stupid Borderlands like writing and like how cheesy and corny it can be at times. But like this was like too much of that like the villains are just fucking annoying like i don't even want to hear like they're just like like fucking social media like influencers that are just like fucking shitty for the I sake get, of it like, like the topical like, take you know with the climate today. i understand like, just youtube influencers I and whatnot, it, so it's like but like but like imagine the borderlands writing with that uh, to be <laughs> like, honest like, I, like i'm all it, for like, like the stupid the, like childish humor in a game like that because like i know what i'm fine. getting myself into like i just think mm-hmm. that they're it's just borderlands is just too much for me personally when it's like you just like the constant like every two seconds changing your inventory and like you know it just like there's just something about the 
that gameplay mechanic and the way it's structured that like at one point in time i was super into it and i liked it but like now i just like i find it like to just not be as enjoyable as it used to be i don't know like i said it's very i feel like it's definitely very much like a me problem where i think borderlands is just not for it's not something that i'm looking for right now so i mean i wish i maybe well, i should yeah, sit like, down with it and actually try to give it more time um but ultimately you know i just this is a game that you know for me i just let it i just stop playing stop caring I had a, I mean, I, I like the, I personally like the gameplay and all that kind of stuff. Again, I think it was honestly just the, the, the fucking, like, Vaughn. I wanted to fucking throw him out a window. Like, it's just like, like, normally. I think, like, I think they did Vaughn dirty, man, because he was, like, one of the was, best characters. He was great in, in Tales, yeah. and, like, they fucking ruined him. Like, yeah. He, like, and that sucks. Like, that's the kind of shit that, like, annoyed me. Like, Borderlands 2, I, there were characters, yes, that I was not a fan of. Like, Tiny Tina got on my nerves, but nothing Nothing like Vaughn, and nothing like the fucking whatever twins the, the are. Twins yeah. are like Calypso twins. Yeah, right? them. Like <laughs> they are like infuriating, and they're like major parts of the story, and you never are not listening to them in some capacity. Yeah. And I think that is personally what like pulled me out because I just don't want to hear it. Like I just don't. I didn't care anymore. I just didn't want to hear the shit did. anymore. Got it. All right, let's move on. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, summer twentieth. Uh, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, did you guys beat it? Was that? I actually didn't. I didn't get to beat you it. You came really close. I know you were playing a whole bunch of. I right? know. I fell off. I think I was traveling or doing something, so I couldn't play it. Yeah. Um, and I'm upset because I wouldn't. I would start over if I go back to do it. I probably wouldn't continue from where I was. Oh, okay. So I guess you haven't really played through too much of it, but. I got through a lot of it. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I got through a lot of it. It's just games like that, I don't like going back to. I like doing it kind of all in one Sure, track. I get that. Yeah, I, I yeah. did. Like, you know, I didn't have too much nostalgia for it. I truthfully never played it back when it came out, like in 1994 or whenever it originally released. Um, I liked it a lot. It was a good remake. Um, I didn't really have any issues with, it, like, chugging, which I know a lot of people had that problem with on the Switch. Um, you know, I, I play with a guide, so I can't say if, like, any of the... Like, I know a lot of people's complaints were, like, some of the... Puzzle Savvy was very old school, where it was really, like, jumps in logic to get to. I never really had that issue. Um, you know, I, I just as a big Zelda fan, it was it was cool to play through an older game that I know people really think fondly of, so. Yeah. I actually, um, this was one of the few Game Boy games I owned for a while, so this is, like, one that I, I played a lot. Yeah. Um, um, lost my train of thought. So it, it's just really cool to re re experience it, um, and it be the same, but also like look drastically different. Yeah. Um, I will protect uh, this link with my life. He, no harm will come upon uh, him. Little boy link is the greatest link. Have the amiibo sitting on my work desk. I look at him all the time. Um, but no, it, it, after Breath of the Wild, it was cool to get like a standard Zelda game, even if it was a remake. Um, yeah, nothing bad to. Say about it. It was. It was. This is cool. Enjoyed my time with it. Very upset I didn't finish it. Hope I get to make it. Uh, make it back. Yeah. Cool. I probably will. Sure. I'll, I'll give it another shot. All right. Untitled Goose Game, September twentieth. I'm gonna chart this up to probably close, if not or close to probably the most overrated game of the year. I want to be honest. <laughs> uh, it was the most like baseline of a fun like it, it was cool at first honking it was cool at first taking the shit from people running around it was not fun hour five it, it, you know like it, i really don't understand like 
I don't know if this is not for me or what, but a lot of people really like this game. And it's just like, it, 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 it could have been a 10-minute game, and I would have liked it a lot more. It did not need to be a couple like, hours long. I feel like it became, like, I think, I feel like it was so popular because it was kind of just, like, people just memed it. And like, I, it I guess, like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like the game at no point was ever really that good. It was just that it was so memeable that it just, like, fucking ascended. And it, like, it, it, it has there. to be. I think it was more of an experience than a game, really. Yeah, like, I, think- I, I would have rather, like, a sandbox where there's nothing actually to do when I just walked around fucking with people. Like, but as a game, like, some of the puzzles were just kind of tough. Like, it's not a game I wanted to be frustrated at, but some of the things did kind of frustrate me. Some of the things are kind of hard to figure out, too. I don't know. I just, I played through it literally out of spite as well. But, like, it is just, I just kind of felt like it was, I don't know. 2020's got to be the year Dan stops playing games he doesn't enjoy out of spite. Yeah, right? I, Jesus Christ. There's only two games. I had, <laughs> I had zero interest in this game, like, at all. And I still feel like the best part of the game was at the Game Awards with Beaker and Bunsen. Oh, my God. Yeah, that <laughs> so was good. so fucking funny. That was, I feel like, the, the best part of that yeah. entire game. Good to know. Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, October 1st. Ah, uh, we should just uh, like chalk this one up to the, you know all of us play a ton of Destiny if you listen to the show. Uh, so the you know that that's pretty much it. This will always have a, a warm and fuzzy in our hearts. Yeah. Um, I really don't want to dedicate an hour to this game, which we won't, because <laughs> this game already took four hours from me today alone. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Destiny Two just continues to be king shit of the games as a service. A fucking yeah. mountain. <laughs> of just like <laughs> absorbing my time and I it just has turned into this like when I don't like feel like doing anything else, like put on a podcast or put on like the fucking like, you know, the Knicks game or the Islander game and I could just like let that play in the background while I'm just running around doing meaningless shit in Destiny. Like it's just kinda like that warm blanket and video game comfort food for me now. Move. Um, you know. I, I think they, they kinda with Shadowkeep specifically, they did a lot of really neat things with the um, content and how they were delivering it. Obviously, their split from Activision was big news this year. Um, you know, the new season pass, they're kind of handling things a bit different, so it's interesting. So I'm, you know, always curious, you know, what the future is going to be for this game just because we all love it so much. But that's all I'll say. Yeah. I was playing it up until the part, up until us hitting record. On the so podcast, that, if that's any indication actually, of, how, so. <laughs> of how we still feel about yeah. Destiny 2, there it is. I know Dan... Uh, Dan doesn't like Destiny 2 anymore, but that's okay because uh, you're a little baby back bitch anyway. So, I'm a little dick boy. Well, he he doesn't play it anymore because he doesn't hate it. He's not gonna spite. Yeah. That's gonna be the thing that's, now. That's the yeah, thing. it's gonna be the thing. I like that. That's good. All right. Hey man, honestly, it's just stop putting yourself in these situations. Stop giving us like, easy ammunition. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyone have no one to blame? That's but true. Anything else to add? Great. Like cool, Go John Wick Hex, October eighth. If you're gonna play Gambit, actually learn how to play the game. Andrew, I want to hit. I'm sorry. Now <laughs> okay, I'm angry. moving on. John Wick Hex, October eighth. I finally Damn, beat. Did you spite beat this. I finally beat John Wick Hex out of spite. No. Oh my god! I actually, I actually, I actually stopped playing John Wick Hex because I didn't enjoy it and I actually didn't. My man, it, I'm so, so proud of you. Stop, stop playing it out of spite. I stop playing. It yeah. Out of spite. What, what you should do. I played because that game is is a cool concept, but not that good. Yeah, cool concept. I like the art style a lot, but man, I really did not enjoy playing this. It was such a bummer. I was really looking forward to it. Uh, that's it's a weird little clunky game. Yeah. It's like, it's just, that's all. The, I, I I get what they were going for, but it, they they got to work on some of that stuff. They did not. 
it, this was not it, it missed the mark for me, which is uh, unfortunate. So yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that, and we can Same. we're good. Moving on. Yep. Same. Good. Okay. Good. Killer Queen Black, October 11th. All right, I really, really put this on here again to remind you guys that this is a game that you all should buy and play with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still love this game. I just I had no one to play with. Okay. Um, I actually played Destiny with us this week. I'm glad it's fucking ten dollars, Andrew. I'm glad Dan had to Come do on. this. It exactly. So the easiest ten bucks. What? Dan had to do this. Easiest ten bucks. I, I I really want to get I really want to all hang out so we can play this in, okay. in, on a couch together because I think it'll be really fun. I <sighs> I, I it's it's such I think Killer Queen Black is awesome. I want to play more of it, but none of my friends want to fucking play with me. So whatever. <laughs> I actually forgot that it's same even a thing. So so I I'm glad I put it on this list. Yeah, glad that at our that's it. two that's and a half hour mark didn't buy it because fuck you. All I got to say. Cool. Disco Elysium October fifteenth. Oh, Disco Elysium. Dan, uh, I don't even know where to fuck where to fucking start. Do you guys, do you guys like the Outer Worlds less now? Oh, that's Outer Worlds. <laughs> I like that. I hate that comparison. It's not fair. Um, uh, Wait, what? It's not fair. You know how like Kirk on split screen and like some people on Giant Bomb were like, oh, the CRPG and RPG elements and Disco Elysium and the dice roll mechanic and oh, it's, oh, yeah, you know, okay, how like yeah. everything's not just like this direct skill check. You know, it's like there's always yeah. that like random element. You know, to getting past. Uh, you know, discussion encounters in an RPG. Um, sure. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't connect that at first. Like now, I, I me, Dan. I think the conversation we were having today sums up my feelings on Disco Elysium like perfectly. On how it's just like so dense in lore um, that it is just like exhausting to play for extended periods of time. Be just because like like I was saying to the guys earlier. Um, like I want to just sit down and continue to play it. But like I have to be in this mental state where I feel like I am like preparing myself yeah, to sit down and like just like, pick it up and play. Yeah, it. yeah, like I have to play it in short intervals, like maybe an hour to two at most, because it's like reading a dense novel. Um, it, Not all the time, but a lot of the lot, time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and like, you know, I think that the the RPG mechanics and like the way like what's under the hood on this game is really unique. Um, you know. Oh, it's um, it's incredible. It's it's. It's like it's unfathomable, like some of the stuff they do in this game. It's it's nothing like I've ever played. Like I've been thinking about it like nonstop since I beat it. Like it's, it, <coughs> excuse me, um, it's just like the, from start to finish, they keep introducing like ways to do things that like I never really thought about. Like like uh, you know that it is at the at at the base an RPG, but elements of an RPG that I never would have thought existed in a game before. And like the writing is so, uh, like just. Like, they put they put so much effort so into, into the dialogue and the writing yeah. and, and everything. Like it ne- there was never a single conversation you have with a person where like you think oh they they glossed over this like this is there's not a lazy so th- piece of writing in this game. No, to the point where to what you're, to your point, Brian, where it's almost like sometimes like all right, like I get it, you know, yeah. like the middle ground, like it's the the game takes place over a week, so like day it's seven four. is the, the last. I thought it was only four days. No, seven is seven days. Okay, it's set. Yeah, seven days. <laughs> Um, is where it officially ends. Um, so you could like jump time. Like I didn't actually get to day seven by the time my game ended. Um, but uh, so when you're you could like in the middle ground where you're just kind of doing some side quests and stuff. That stuff can go pretty quick. Not all of that is super like exposition heavy, but a lot of the main story stuff um, is. Uh, but yeah, Disco like, Elysium is like it's so hard. It's hard to explain. Like really, like what like what it actually does. Like you really got to experience it for yourself. It really is. Like a, a really unique experience. Like I'll give it all the credit in the world. Um, I really enjoyed playing it. Like there were parts that I didn't love, which is I think I think I I definitely appreciated more than I enjoyed playing it as a whole. Um, I thought the ending was a little lackluster in one certain way. 
Um, it was kind of like where, like where the whole mystery goes. I was like, oh, is that really how they're going to end this? Like, it wasn't horrible, but at the same time, I was like, I, I, I was expecting more. Uh, that makes me more um, intrigued to play it and see it through to see how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm curious. How, yeah, yeah. yeah. At I'm this point, I'm definitely full steam ahead. I'm going to finish it. Um, you know, like I said, I have to just set myself on this trajectory where I know yeah. how to play it in terms of like carving out the time because like I tried yeah. to just like really chunk at it over this past weekend and like I was doing. If you're not in the mindset, you yeah, and you know, you even said like towards the end of it, like you were just like you know you were tired, it was late, like there was just so much yeah. of this like exposition dump and like story and lore that like you were just starting to like kind of skim through like these like huge text. You know, like, Hardly you know, the stuff that they them, throw yeah. you and like it's, that's kind of doing it a disservice because the writing is so top notch. You want to be able so to kind of like good, absorb yeah. everything. Um, sure. So it's it's also a game that like when you play it, like the game wants you to sit down in like long stretches to play. But sometimes it's just really hard to do that. Yeah. But the one thing I, I think. I, sorry. No, guard ahead. Go. I was going to say, I, I I think everyone should check out Disco Elysium. Like, I, I think it's a game that shouldn't go unplayed by any really video game fan because just what it does is so unique and so different yeah. you know like it's you know it, it, the idea like the the main pitch of just like you're a cop that wakes up with amnesia and you gotta kind of like reconstruct yourself are you a bad guy are you a good guy but the um like really <clears throat> how you could tell yourself to be the exact type of person you could be a like slightly racist uh like super national like nationalist slightly drug addict um, you know, uh, super against alcohol, woman hater, and you could be that person, and you could really be that person. Like, they let you really conform to whatever type of person you want to be, which is, like, hard to think, like, how they do that how so all the well systems with work. a game that's all based on text. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like it's, 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 it's some incredible. of the options that you get, like it's just like the game constantly reminds you, like don't aff- like don't be afraid to be weird, and like just throw people curveballs yeah. because like it'll just open up new dialogue options and like two dialogue options, yo, right? and like there's so many times where like you get these skill checks and you have to like just like go like you know it. Don't ever be afraid, like you don't have to save scum with this because like you could fail skill checks and then it'll open up an entire new tree, you know. But like in the way that it's like it weaves through like you know the structure of the story actually works it's not just like you hit a hard stop because you failed two skill yeah. checks like if they find a way for you to be able to like manipulate a maneuver through any type of situation like you know based on the structure of the character you're creating you know if, like you yeah. said who you want to be you're tailoring it to like whatever mindset you could just be a fucking dumb as rocks muscle head cop who's just like you know just says the dumbest wildest shit just because like you think it's funny and you're just kind of get a ruse out of people and then just like somehow you like you you know <coughs> maneuver your way through like these like you know tense situations so yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's super, yeah it's, it's super mm-hmm. like it's I, super I, cool. I punched a crackhead kid who was throwing rocks at a dead body and he actually became my friend because of it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah, I, I stole drugs from that kid's dad and didn't give him half, and now he hates me. So like, it, it, Disco Elysium like, it, it, is so bizarre. That's what I'm saying. It's, so it, that, it's it's yeah, it's so unique. It's 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 such a cool. And game. like I, when you have like a twelve percent chance to pass like you know a skill check and you it's yeah. successful, like you just get that like that dopamine good. hit of just like oh yeah. yeah, and then like you just get like it opens up even more options and you just like you know cherry pick which one is just like you know catered to how you want to play yeah. it. Um, yeah, it can't. I will admit though, I did save scum sometimes. There are some missions where like it's kind of a lot better if you pass the check. Okay, but and there's also one check in the game at the end that is like you need to pass to progress in the game, which I did love, but luckily I, I had enough in it. Um, I don't know if you realize, because it took me a while to realize this too, Brian. This is the last thing I'll say, but we move on. Is like, 
the you know how like when you're talking to uh, talking to uh, other characters and the things that chime in a lot, those are your highest point attributes. Mm-hmm. So like in the beginning when everything's like three to four, it's kind of hard because you'll see a bunch of them. But once you like once you actually pick some and really progress them, like at the end, mine mine was shivers and mine was volition. Volition was like my I had a very like strong mental psyche, mm-hmm. and uh, and shivers was like. Shivers was the coolest one out of all of them. I don't know if you if you put any points into that, but Shivers is like, think of like you walk outside one day and like a cold breeze like kind of goes over you and you kind of constant, stop and think for a constantly sec- get shivers and it is like you'll be in the middle of like this like conversation and Shivers will just pop up and it's like a cold wind just creeps across your neck and like I'm yeah, just like where is this coming from? <laughs> like, no, that's so cool. But then, you, like, if you go into it, then you'd be like, uh, then like you glance down the road and you see like apartment buildings and you wonder like what what's in those apartment buildings? And then you go, then like you think a little more like maybe this woman's in the side of this apartment building. Maybe she just had a baby. Like you know, does she still talk to the, talk, still talk to the husband? I don't know. Where is he from? Do you know? Do you think he still visits his parents? Like, and it goes. It's just like it's kind of like just those Carpent- random thoughts yeah, that your brain you know, will just have. Yeah, Carp- you know. Like these, like un- like not tangible things that they somehow found words for. That like you're like, oh yeah, like I guess I do that. I daydream and I think about weird stuff sometimes. That they somehow put that in the game, and you go like, ah, oh, yeah, and it somehow you like know? works for that. Like you know, because there that I got like a really interesting like shiver or whatever you want to call it. Like when I was on the balcony at the end of day one, talking to yeah. your assistant, who's also just like this uh, like straight laced cop, and like the- oh yeah, yo, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> What is this? Kim, right? Uh, Kira, whatever. Yeah. He's he's best psychic. He's he's the best. It's really good. The like the the juxtaposition between the two of them is really really oh, great. It's hilarious. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I we could keep talking about it. We should move on. Um, but yeah, play, play it. Play it. Yeah, really check good. it out. Uh, okay, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare October twenty fifth. We <laughs> Pat multiplayer was fun. Um, it is <clears throat> honestly probably my favorite Call of Duty probably since Black Ops, I would say. Uh, it's real good. The fucking campaign is awesome. Like, it's probably my favorite Call of Duty campaign since Black Ops. Probably my second favorite. Um, multiplayer is good. Uh, I didn't play Spec Ops, but I heard it's bad. <laughs> so Spec Ops is the 10 minutes I played. I couldn't even get it to fucking work. All right, so, so hopefully honestly. they fix that. Um like I didn't even know what I was doing. Um, it's just you know, it's just really tight. It's it's one of the best one of these <laughs> that they've made in a long time. I I will agree. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with the multiplayer, and I know that that certainly uh, is contributed by the fact that I have friends that are playing it pretty often. Um, you know, because I don't know if this was just like a solo experience thing, me constantly going in by myself. If I would have the draw to it, um, I do think that the multiplayer is accessible. It's a lot of fun for anyone that wants to pick it up and play it. Uh, the single player to me is kind of hit mi- hit and miss. There's some missions where I think are like fucking spectacular, and then others that I feel like just feel super samey Call of Duty. Like you've got them in every game that has come out in the past fucking decade. Um, yeah, you know, but the but I feel like they I feel like they kind of had to do that because I feel like if the entire game was like missions like Zero Dark Thirty and shit, like, or yeah, like I feel like if that was like the whole game, like they were like super crazy, like like moral decisions that were being made constantly yeah. everybody like i, I don't know but it got too like, real for a call of duty game <clears throat> yeah and i feel like yeah. it kind of needs those like big action fucking set pieces yeah for it. you know it's it, a fucking call it of certainly duty. Dr- has <laughs> that aspect of like oh i wasn't crazy about this mission the next one's like whoa this was really wild and draws you in so there's a really great like stealth mission later on um, yeah i'll stick i'll stick with it 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking the about. The one like in the compound, not the actual. It's not like a building. It's like a whole compound that you're like stealthing through. It's actually really great. Oh, maybe I'm not thinking of the. <clears throat> it's one. like the, the mansion, like towards the end. Yeah, the one I'm thinking of is super unsettling. The one actually. thing I want to say. Oh, I know. You're, yeah, just, I know what you're talking about too. There's, yeah. a, there's a couple. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stick with it. I think overall, you know, if there's one thing that we could all agree that it, it's definitely a good Call of Duty game. It's probably one of the better ones that they made in recent yeah, years. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, and the one the one thing I want to add to this is that it looks really really good, and yeah, it it looks fucking and like I've heard that even on you know current gen consoles, whether it's a base PS4, or base Xbox, like it still looks really really great. So then that just kind of adds to that like question mark of like, man, we get a new Xbox next year, like this is wild. Like, how is it gonna look better than what we've got? Yeah. You know, like I know. The one thing that I will complain about is I'm playing oh, it's on PC, not and optimized I don't have any more shaders. <laughs> There are possibly in the world that I need to fucking install for this fucking so game. Because it's every time yeah. I log on, every single day I log on to that game, I have to install shaders. For every facet of the game, it's fucking campaign, spec ops, and yep. multiplayer. That's like kind of why I I've like it. I don't play it as much as I should, just because like every time I boot the game up, I gotta wait fucking twenty minutes for it to like re optimize. Yeah, like ridiculous. it's just it's also you like you have to like boot it up every day just keep it to fresh. Keep it fresh. Keep fresh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's also the loudest game. It's very ever loud. Invented yeah. On the planet. Yeah. It screams at you from the moment. Yeah, but you I think started. the sound design is fucking oh, yeah. incredible. Like it's in great. The single player. It's so awesome. Like when explosions pop in the distance and then like the you get that like mm -hmm. it, like the sound barrier effect. Like it's amazing, yep. like the shit that they did. There is a there's a point, like I'm honestly like halfway through, where like that is like to a T. There's like a sniping mission and like an explosion happens like way out. Because you're doing like you're sniping people, or whatever, and you like you see it happen, and it does like it's exactly that. It happens, and then like two seconds later, it's you see it, and then you like hear the, the whoosh, yeah. and then like comes over you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's awesome. So they uh they did uh they did good with this one. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Outer Worlds, October twenty fifth. It's a great game. Yeah, very good. Um, super super tightly designed Fallout esque RPG. Um. Just you know, it was just very well made game. Agreed. I really liked Outer Worlds. I hope that everybody gives it a chance and plays it. I would say that if all of the Fallout games were as tightly designed and like not quite as buggy and weird and stupid with certain things, they would all be great. Yeah. But then you get games like Fallout Four, which are just like fucking like just mm -hmm. whatever because they're just kind of a mess. Shit all happening yeah. And like. It's just a mess and like nothing works and like, like I don't know. Yeah, it 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 has that RP, it has that like Fallout style of RPG without any of the quote unquote Bethesda charm that they like to tout all over the place, which is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I really liked Outer Worlds. Um, I feel like a lot of people just like feel like this was like forgettable, um, which is a bummer because. I wholeheartedly yeah. disagree. With it's uh, it's definitely worth everyone's time. Very very good, like sci-fi RPG. Uh, yeah, it's pretty condensed. Like it's it, they need to try too much <clears throat> to it. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. All right, any anything else? I didn't play it. I couldn't. It's on Game Pass. The fuck you doing? Yeah. Well, I have it. I started it. I played like an hour and a half, two hours, and it like, didn't grab me. Uh, and then I tried again on console, and, and it also didn't grab me. Um, I just don't. Did you get to the, the first like? Did you get to the first like major decision? I don't know. Probably not. But, 
You would is, know. So. Probably not. Like, I, it, I think I just, it was more of like, I'm just not in the mood to play this kind of game right now. It was more of that. It was like nothing against the game. It was really more yeah, of Yeah, Patty's got to get fucking dredging. Get that, get that weak shit out of here. No, my... Right there. My right bad, there. Dude. All right. My bad. Right After there. party, October 29th. Dan, you're the only one. Uh, yeah, this is disappointed. I don't like it that much. Uh, it could have come from Oxen Free. Uh, I wish it was better. Some of the some of the stuff was kind of funny. It really wasn't. Look, like the game looked cool. That's really about it. Kind of wish. Uh, wish uh, that's a pretty big disappointment for me. For the yeah, it's a it's a bummer to hear that because I like had this one pre-installed. Was like ready to start it up. And I remember you played like a couple hours, like when it first, like the night it went live, and like your takeaway. Some people do like it. Maybe you like it more than yeah. I did. I have to. I, I, I have to not, give it. Did not resonate with. Yeah, me. I got to give it time and check it out myself. But just pretty yeah. short. It's short, so it's not like you know you could beat it in a couple. Sittings, not a commitment, so. which is always nice. Yeah. All right, Luigi's Mansion three, October thirty first. Um, that's that's I guess just me. Well, yeah, because uh, I can't play it because you have my fucking copy. I tried to give that back to you at my party, but someone just left it here. With I had to carry a cooler in the mine. rain. That's true. You're a good boy. Um, <laughs> Lu- Luigi's Mansion 3 was great. You know, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for, for, like, the first one. I never played Dark Moon. Um, I really like how it was structured, like, the different levels, the different themes in each one. Um, smacking ghosts with my fucking vacuum never got old. Um you know, a couple, a couple of the, the, the levels were a little tedious. I didn't love every single one of them. The one with the water could fucking die. Fucking die. That one's fucking bad. Um, All right. But, but, uh, but yeah, I, li- I like the Luigi's Mansion a lot. It's, it's, it's probably my favorite, like, Nintendo thing. Like, Nintendo IP other than, like, uh, like Zelda, let's say. Like, I liked it more than Odyssey, but that's me, personally. Um, I, but, uh, yeah, I, I pretty thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome. Death Stranding, November 8th. Oh, we're so close. <laughs> we're so close. Yo. I still have some Lay it on us, Andy. <laughs> on this fucking game. Me? Uh, well, this Lean is... Lean in. Tell um, the folks. Come on. Okay. So, th- this is my my personal, like, game of the year. Um, I loved it. I was surprised by how into the gameplay I was, honestly. I thought that's what I was going to like the least. But within the first two hours, I was totally fucking hooked. Um, and I never, like, lost interest in the gameplay at all. I really like, you know, walking <laughs> around and, like, having the environment be, like, the main enemy of the game. I loved unlocking more and more gear and abilities to make that easier. Um, I also loved the the story i thought the story was great um it's very much front loaded and unique, back loaded and the I least. Think, yeah i think that's a bummer mm. um but i honestly thought it would be harder to understand than it than like it actually was when the game ends me i was like oh okay i fucking get and understand like everything like it made like perfect sense um to me and i was like surprised because usually with hideo kojima he throws a lot at you at once and it's kind of easy to get lost in it but um, I loved it. I liked that it, it didn't have a strong, um, not strong, my bad. Uh, I had a strong cast. I liked that it didn't have a big one. And I liked that the game really took the time to emphasize certain characters throughout the game. So you really understood like who they were, what they were all about and how the death stranding affected them. Um, I wish Norman Reedus talked a little bit more throughout the entire game and not just in the end. Cause I, I think this made me realize know, that I could... don't like Norman Reedus. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of glad that they didn't really have him do that much, like, actual acting. Because he, honestly, like, 
He's not great, but in, I mean, if he, he made the Hideo made the same mistake with Phantom Pain, where if you're gonna get an actor to actually play the main character, actually use them, have them talk, yeah. have them speak, yeah. you know. But then again, you get like um, um, Mad Mad Mickelson's character, who, who is the best part of that game, fucking oh, bar none. Uh, uh, well, the the actual best performance is from Die Hardman. Did you beat? Yo, the game that yet? man pours his heart and okay. soul. That that fucking, that scene yeah. is the best acting I have ever seen in any it's video really game good. ever. Like it's fucking convincing. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. for a story that is just yeah. so drenched in like up its own ass sci-fi bullshit, and mm. like with ideas that I think that are like super unique, but just not like maybe here and there just not fully realized, and like you know, that just weird ways of just kind of like all right, so like I had this idea, and like up oh, well here you go, like Die Hardman hard to die <laughs> like it's just like ah like all right this yeah. seems like something that you really didn't think about all too much but i kind of understand what you were trying to say i mean his names are always always like like think of fat man yeah but <laughs> from he was also like too who was an actual yeah, but he also fat like man roll around on also, roller skates and was like, like a bomb technician like he was no, pretty yeah. deep like yeah true true <laughs> And they I was going like, more where, like, like, he's always had dumb He has, yes, of course. But, like, I feel like, yeah, you know, like I said, much. it's just very much drenched in, like, this, 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 like, the ideas that, like, sometimes don't, like, feel really fleshed out and are, like, really ham-fisted and weird. Whereas, like, you know, for, like, Die Hard Men, like, I, like, there's something about the character where, like, ah, I wish we got a little bit more out of him and, like, maybe, like, it was a little bit more interesting instead of just, like, so on the nose. But, like, that actor who portrayed him, like, fucking crushed it. Especially, like, that end sequence was so good. The, the part, that part yeah. that mattered, he was, ah, like, yeah. fucking yeah. going and, all like, in. <laughs> he went all and, in. And, um, like, fucking Hartman, like, I, like, was so Hartman, good. Hartman was my, he was my yeah. favorite. Like, he was my um, favorite he, out of all of them. Yeah, he, he was, him and Mama, I thought, whole, were. The whole sequence with right. Hartman was, like, when you finally, like, meet him, yeah. like, in person. That whole part was awesome. I loved every second. It was, um, yeah, there's just, you know, there's story stuff in there that, like, I just, like, as much as, like, I want to just say, like, oh, this is awesome. It's just, like, when you really, like, reflect on it, it's like, ah, Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? It's just, I think the, I think the thing that, like, kind of, like, I liked the game. Um, I thought the story was okay. And I, I feel like there were moments, like, like a lot of the in between stuff, like where you're like you know going from point A to point B, whatever you're doing, like that they could have drip fed you more story stuff. Yeah, like I said, it, it's than, very much front loaded and back loaded. Yeah, because they, they like yeah. they literally just dump it on you at the it's end. It's two hours like, of cutscenes. Starts you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and, like, like they I, could I, have I, easily yeah. just drip fed that shit throughout the game. Like you didn't have to just fucking like. Yeah, well, I'm not like it, no. It's definitely got some movie. weird pacing issues. <laughs> Because there's, like, long stretches of that game where you're just making deliveries and you're just, like, having a grand old time out in the, like, open world and building shit and dealing with the mules. And, like, I think the gameplay is a lot of fun, especially as you, like, progress through it, like Andrew said, and, like, you upgrade your equipment and it makes it, like, easier to, like, explore and traverse everything. And then, like, you hit chapter four and it, like, fucking just – it's 20 minutes, but it's just, like, this whirlwind of gameplay it's just like it's a yeah it's what shit. it just dumps you into and just makes you handle and like spits you back out and then it's like up oh, and back on back in the woods making deliveries <laughs> like like what mm -hmm. is this yeah yeah um i mean yeah i don't know again i like the game a lot i do want to like actually have like a like a real discussion with the two of you about it because like i love talking about death stranding so. 
You may you may be making I want a fucking to. mistake. I would love to. I yeah, maybe to maybe we could pencil that in at some point if if the if the people <laughs> would allow us to. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm free this weekend, so. Dan, you have to listen to the whole thing live. I, I ha- like I want no, you in I the chat. To sit right I here. I'm actually locked and fucking loaded, dude. I'm gonna play it. You've had off for two weeks, know, and the I, fact yeah. that you haven't yeah, been, I haven't played much of anything. I, I don't know what I've been. The doing. fact that you haven't been balls Chilling. deep in Death Stranding on like your two week vacation is very disappointing because this would be like ideal time. Well, I, be, I did beat Disco Elysium. I played a lot. All of All right, that. fine, fair enough. Okay, cool. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, November fifteenth. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I think we all just very recently talked about this game, so I guess we don't have Yeah, to I liked it, didn't love it, uh, cool Star Wars stuff, so that's yeah. my, that's it, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I, I like this game enough that in the middle of playing this and I think Outer Worlds, I, like, in the middle of playing Death Stranding and Outer Worlds, I, like, started this and beat this before that's I That's true, you did that, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I liked it a lot, like. More so than I'm assuming either, or any of... I, I don't know, Andrew, how much did, how did you like the story and stuff? Oh, I loved it. Um, okay. It definitely has some, like, gameplay issues for sure, mm-hmm. but as a, like, as a hardcore Star Wars fan, I, I thought they did a really good job at giving us new characters. I thought so. they did a really good job at making the story um, matter relevant to the characters the there, make it relevant, squeeze it into a already, like, pretty jam-packed timeline while not relying too heavily on stuff that has already happened mm-hmm. and but relying more heavily on like here are here are the new characters this is what matters yes it's taking place while this important event is going on mm-hmm. but it's still very much about these characters mm-hmm. um which is really cool which is what i loved about it the most and then the cool little glimpses into the overarching we star wars universe was like a really, little bit really a little cool. bit something something well, this game just came out. Yeah. I want to spoil this. One. I'm not right. gonna so, like, spoil yeah, it. I spoil I, um, not specifically yeah, at the I end, very prof- but the introduction to not. that planet when you're in the ATAT, and that uh, once yeah. what character, but a character Kashyyyk. from Rogue One pops up. Uh, that was really. Oh, well, we we know Saul Guerrero is in it. He's in all the trailers, about. and that was also like that was I don't like, know what the, you were that was, like the gameplay reveal of that. that yeah. Game. So when yeah. I saw that the trailer spoiled a moment, I never watched what trailer or like what it was. Obviously, mm-hmm. oh, it spoils. Oh, does the it big really? One. That sucks. Yes, oh, the it new spoils trail, the, the new, big one at the, the, the very end. Right, so speaking yeah, of yeah. the big one at the very end, won't say who or, or what it is, but I thought that moment, like for me, was yeah, that was, was like to awesome. me, it just was like okay, yeah, was yeah this was all worth it. That was really fucking cool. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, and they did it well too. He's like the, it didn't. The biggest it wasn't boy. like. <laughs> yeah, well, not even that, but I, I meant like it didn't feel uh, forced. Like they did a good job at like, oh, this. This makes sense, and how Cal is reacting also yeah. makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you, like it's they didn't bullshit us. Where it's like we know what the deal is. Yeah. We know Cal wouldn't be able yeah. to stand to do, the fucking yeah, chance. Yeah, it was you know? that was handled really well. Yeah. It was also really cool. He was also just so menacing. <laughs> Biggest yeah. boy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I I I loved it. Although I I do have like some gripes with the gameplay where I think. Um, like I could never get the parrying down, and I I'm bad at parrying, but this time I don't think it was me, and it, I think it is the game where yes. I tried it on numerous difficulties, the easiest one as well, and I still could not yep. get it down. Yeah, but um, I did like the combat overall. Like it felt cool for a boy wielding a lightsaber. Me and you, Andrew, are um, in the same boat. Like I love this fuck game. I thought it was incredible. There are some gameplay issues that I had, like 
took exception with like the pairing is one yeah, of it just them. didn't work um, at no point did it feel at no point did it yeah. feel clean no. like you never there was just like, times where like, i would get it and I'd be like, enemies, oh sick and then yeah yeah there were there were there were enemies that i had it down like like the regular like the stun baton like stormtroopers like i i fucking rock those dudes constantly um uh, but like if any like the death like the uh the death trooper guys that you find like that you fight like any of those dudes like Earth troopers yeah i'm sorry purge troopers um they uh like i i think i got lucky sometimes like the, the it just it wasn't like just it just wasn't clean like it didn't feel that great yeah no um, it, it felt it, a little chunky yeah i mean so, chunky just like like oh this this just kind of it just wasn't like annoying. it just wasn't like i don't know it's, it's hard yeah. to explain um it wasn't as like precise as you would have liked it to be uh and I've gone into great lengths about this, and I know Brian has also. The sliding can eat my fucking asshole. It was only bad the f- on it Zepho. Was bad every time. Bad and then every time after that, I got. Nope, I was like, totally it's always fine bad. with it. It's, bad it's always every bad. Yeah. Every, every single bad. time it was bad. I, I also it was think the Zepho- worst on Zepho. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. Ever, but it was bad yeah. everywhere. <laughs> um, I don't want to go into super crazy depth about it because it was bad. And it was bad. <laughs> and it was bad. Oh, it wasn't good. I'm not saying it's good. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying that it, it only annoyed me. The, actually, yeah, that only annoyed me in Zepho, and I know you guys if aren't. You fucking say the, the map, map is good, Andrew. I'm gonna drop your house and fucking strangle you. No, it it only bothered me on Zepho. Everywhere else, I thought it was totally fine. Zepho, Zepho was the most yeah. dense bad map. map. That's why. Yeah, I didn't. Zepho was bad, but like I, I didn't necessarily like the map either. But Zepho was the only planet that I ever felt like I really needed to use it. <laughs> so like, yeah, no, that's like, the only that's the only planet where I was like, yo, this fucking sucks every other planet I was yeah like, it's more it's no problem with this it's this is a metroidvania game i'm supposed yeah, to go it's back more passable on other planets on zepho it, it's bad you go to because you go to zepho like three Zepho's different bad. times and each time you go into like a completely new area so like it's just there's so much on that planet yeah and like the just the map like it's not a good map it doesn't work that great on the map just say it it's not that yeah. map that map doesn't not work well map. on that planet it's not i'm i'm not i'm not denying that at all like i like the only thing that I will say is that that is the only planet I really felt like I needed to use it because again, which this is also something that I'm not a huge fan of. When you finish doing what you got to do on that planet, you got to run your ass all the way back yep. to the fucking ship, like that. Like trying to like navigate backwards through like some of those areas, like that planet specifically, because it's so confusing. Yeah, so I literally spent like 20 like, minutes, I... like just trying to get back to my fucking ship. Like in, early on in the game, I remember just texting all you guys like, "What is wrong with me?" And you're like, nah, it's confusing, dog. I was like, okay. Yeah, it is. And like that is that planet. Like I didn't have that issue yeah. with any of the other planets. Like I, I got I I was able to navigate all of them without Okay. Uh, final thoughts uh, on the Star yeah. Wars game. It was cool. great. I loved it a lot. Yeah, my, very good. Top five. Really cool to see like a cool single player Star Wars game. You know, like it's nice to know that they can still exist Hell yeah. and be done yeah. very, very well. And it's very much like living like living proof like look like it can work and it mm-hmm. it, it did work we get and more hopefully of it you yeah. know i really hope we we get another fallen order game like give me, I, I would i would i would love to see fallen order too but at the same time yeah try that again I mean, yeah that'd be cool i need i need more malakos in my life <laughs> he's such a badass malakos is so cool okay but, uh, yeah, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, last game we're going to talk about real quick, GTFO, which just came out on de- December 9th. Yeah, it's cool. Um, ran y'all through yeah, the Yeah, Pat, great level. job sherpering us through this dark and yes, mysterious yes. Uh, dungeon. 
Because that game is super fucking hard. If yeah, you don't know what and doing. if you have someone, yeah, it's, it's um. Hard. I think like the learning curve is what like surprised me the most of just like how challenging it was. Um, but I think from just like its presentation, it's obviously this is an early access game. Um, yeah, very very um, early access. It's like yeah, it's definitely rough around the edges, but um, there's a lot in there that uh, will keep me interested and like you know keep my visibility on this game up because I want to see what they'll continue to like do to it to improve it and add to it. Um, but just yeah. face value, uh, if you're looking for like a Left for Dead clone that's just more strategic, this is right would be right up your alley. Yeah, a um, lot more, uh, lot more thought needs to go into every encounter. Like you need to actually like prepare yourself rather than like you know left for yeah, dead, kind of just like, like just loading up and just fucking shooting zombies mm-hmm. until it's over. Um, this you need to like kind of strategize like an encounter. Like if you're gonna set an alarm off, like all right, let me set my sentries up here. Let me foam this door. Let me, um, you know, use our ammo packs or whatever. Like th- there's a lot of different things that you can do to like prepare yourself for certain things because. It's not easy. Um, the enemies hit hard, and you can go down very fast if you're not. Yeah, stuff in that game um, fucks you up, and yeah. yeah, you get hurt really easily. And like we we, when I played with you guys, I, we got through the first level in our first try, and it took us maybe what like twenty thirty minutes at most. Um, the first night I played this, I played with Teddy, friend of the show, and a few of his buddies, and it was all of our first times even trying. And it took us like two and a half hours to get through it, and that's like from learning from scratch, like how to like just how the systems work, like what the game is asking of you, like that kind of stuff. So like the if you're looking for something challenging, this is that. Um, and it's you know it f- the first you know couple of times you're going through it, the game was scary as fuck. <laughs> like like the game is very very handles atmosphere and, like, very well. <clears throat> yeah, and like opening yeah. a door. Like, when we first played, like, you know, we had a guy with a bio tracker, but, like, he wasn't really sure how to use it. So, like, there were times where, like, you know, you throw the door open and, like, there's a bunch of fucking enemies if in you, there. If you, you don't know how to use and, the like, bio tracker, like... something's horribly wrong because there's just yeah. a giant red know, blip fair, on fair. the radar. <laughs> yeah, well, either Yo, way. I, I honestly, Pat, wish the first time I played it wasn't with you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, no offense to you, but no, I, I get like, it. Like, I kind of, like, it's because... It, when we finished it, I was like, wow, that was easy, and I'm kind of not into that. But then I was like, oh, but, like, it is, like, Pat did say this, and he said that, like, when you don't know, it's fucking harder. And, like, yes. so, like, I, I kind of wish my first experience with this game wasn't with you, so um, here's, just so to kind of get that fear that you and Teddy and company had. The only amount of this game that I know of is the is first that. level. So let's fucking play more. Exactly what I was going to say. So the rest of the game, rest of the game, I am completely in the dark. So you'll get that. You'll get that fucking experience, my friend. (laughs) Hell yeah. I know nothing past that first level. All right. That was a lot. So we're going to do this last part really quick. Pat, top five, rattle it off. Uh, Sekiro, number one. Devil May Cry, number two. Five to one? What are you, a maniac? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing five know. to one. Can you restart the five, five, five to one? What I'll, the fuck? I'll, I'll, I'll what kind of re- countdown I'll re- is I'll that? Restart. I'll restart. I don't know why, because Sekiro was the first one in my At head. first, I was like, really? Sekiro's number That's, five? Yeah, same. Um, I was like, I'll pass you a fucking maniac and doing a stupid idiot. Sorry, um, one more time. All right. Fallen Order, five. Um, four is... Uh, I'm I was going to say, glad you had this ready to so go. Uh, Fallen Order... Outer Worlds is four. 
Um, you not write this down? <laughs> no, I didn't write it down. What the fuck? <laughs> We've been doing um, this for the past three hours. <laughs> Tell me, cries too. Uh, sick. What was three? I missed three. Did you fire? fire? I didn't even hear you say that one. <laughs> um, Way to come prepared, Ben. Yeah, no problem, boy. What you got, Dan? Uh, five Disco Elysium, four Control, three Fire Emblem, two Plague Tale, one Sekiro. Damn, nice. That's kind of exactly where I thought everything um, was going to be for you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just kind of how I. Sekiro, Plague Tale, Fire Emblem were like interchangeable. Like any of them could have one, two, and three, but I kind of feel more strongly about my my list. So. All right. What about you, Andy? Um, five Resident Evil, two, four Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, three Control, two Days Gone, one Death Stranding. That sounds, sounds about right. Sounds like an Andy list. Mm-hmm. One and two was it was very hard to decide for me. Understandably so. Right. Okay, five Fire Emblem, four Death Stranding, three Plague Tale, two Sekiro, one Control. I, lo- I love really? that fire emblem. Fire emblem's that high. Yeah, I, lo- I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. I didn't see that coming. When I said you weren't going to like, like it? like 60 hours in that bitch. Yeah. You done did good. So, done did it. Yeah, it was hard, that top five. A lot, of, a lot of good games this year. I think everybody will agree to that, being that we spent three hours talking about everything that we liked this year. So. This was fun. This is this is good. I like this. This is a lot. But it was a lot, <laughs> but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. 2019, game it. of the year recap, whatever you want to call it. Oh. <sighs> Okay, we're not going to do off-topic. I'm taking us out to see. No, we got to Yeah, go. uh, if you want to follow me, if anyone's still here, Jesus Christ. Um, if you want to follow me at Twitter, it's Brian. Andrews and Andrew Gabby, Dan Dianones, 3Zs, Pat PC Mirth. If you want to talk to us more, you can go to the OK Gamers Discord, which you can get to by going to okgamers.com. That'll link you to an invite or reach out to any of us on Twitter. That is it. Everybody enjoy the remainder of your lives. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.